Hey, welcome to Long Walk Short Drink, episode 70. This is Palmer podcasting to you live from Dayton, Ohio with the live rolling by (laughs) Moto himself. Intro. Oh, man. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. And this is Dave talking to you for Northfield, Minnesota. And as you heard, we have my brother Moto with the live musical accompaniment, the uh, the maestro playing his composition that you hear. Uh, usually, you know, rolled in in post, but he surprised us with it live. <laughs> Feel free oh, to pick that so axe awesome. up at any time in the show. Yeah, and just start giving us oh. some background music. <laughs> yes. Oh, what was I had? What was it? One more. It was uh, she. I'll pick this up from the uh, show. It was, uh... Oh, from Cobra Kai, which yeah, yeah. is what we're talking tonight. Couple of guys. Oh, yeah. Got competing dojos. <laughs> San Fernando Valley. There's a San Bernardino. I screwed up already. I don't, know. I don't care, but Valley. both of those sound good. <laughs> both, both of them are viable. John Cruz is back. Oh. Yes. Right. Hold up. What what kind of which guitar are you playing? Which one from the Arsenal there? Oh, this is the one I played on the uh, intro. So, oh yeah, Les and, Paul extraordinary. Awesome. Nice. Les Paul, I love those guitars. It is the rock and roll guitar. Yeah, Jimmy Page in it. <laughs> but Cobra Kai two season two. Cobra Holy Kai season two. My Kai. lord. When did you finish, Paul? <laughs> I have to. Ju- I have to admit, I just binged it today. Like I binged. Today. <laughs> yeah, God. like I. Um, this is gonna sound so terrible, but I took a half a day, a personal day, and came home <laughs> and, and binged it at home. A way it to was do it. Fantastic. I had like, um, so I was through like three episodes, and last night I tried to rally. It was late, and. Uh, Ash was like, come on, let's go to bed. I was like, no, I have to watch Cobra Kai. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, babe, just come to bed. I was like, no, seriously, like we're going to talk about it on the show tomorrow. And so I promptly fell asleep in my chair as soon as she went upstairs <laughs> and uh, did not. It like auto played through like episode seven. And so oh my gosh. I was I was walking tank this morning and I'm like, you know what? You have some time. Just just take half a day today and then come home and just binge it right before the show. And then, then it'll be fresh. You'll be able to talk about it. So man, I, 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 I mean, I like immediately half. wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I know. And it's so like, I'm kind of glad that I waited until right like an hour before we were getting ready to record to finish. That is uh, so cool. So, and I have my half, I limited myself to my half page of like notes that are all over the place. <laughs> I read some uh, of them. That's, yeah. 
Ash, she's like, my eyes just keep falling to fuck crease. Yeah, right mine too. <laughs> well, mine saw a cry again, and I was like, oh, oh he's yeah. seen it. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's seen it now. Like, yeah, and it says, if you look, it's hidden in there, but it says, and I'm crying again, dot, 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 <laughs> and again. Yeah, <laughs> and again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that phone call, the voicemail at the hospital. Oh, like, Jesus oh. Christ. I, I was crying yeah. at all of it. Like, I was crying at, like, the um you know miyagi do like winning the first like fight when they're like finally stand up for themselves and uh at the mall at the mall yeah yeah crying at the like headband thing the at like canyon creek or whatever and yeah all that shit jesus the the whole thing it like hooks you just like the first one did Oh my gosh, they stepped it, it, it myself. Up. Yeah, they really did. They really, really did. My favorite thing that's in my notes that I'll just because I think it's a good start is I, I titled this Cobra Kai season two a Johnny's journey instead of a hero's journey. Because uh, it's like yeah. Yeah. It is, it's all Johnny growth. It's amazing. But they're they're expanding every character, really. everyone, like, yeah. And that's the coolest thing because of the television show. You have, uh, like Dave was mentioning last week, you know, more time to expand on the characters rather than fit it into an hour and a half or whatever it may be. But, uh, man, I am hooked. I would be season three right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Which, share the great news because not many people, if you don't follow Cobra Kai news, you don't know the, like, you, I wouldn't know if you wouldn't have shared it with us via text message. Yeah, I guess I'm following these guys now. I don't know. <laughs> but I've been trying to research and, and just enjoying it. I mean, uh, I think if I was a fan, I'd enjoy watching this video because uh, man, it's just a fun world to be in. And um, yeah, season three is going to be for free on YouTube. You won't have to pay. You will have ads, but at least uh, more people can get involved and you know, season one, episode one, seven million. Um, oh, excuse me, seventy million views. Wow! And yeah. season two already has thirty million. That's crazy. So, I mean, really, it reaches such a wide audience, um, a new generation. Yeah, and, and uh, doesn't overplay things. It's just you care about everybody. Like, yep. Like, oh man, I think that oh, it that it doesn't overplay things is so crucial. Because it's ve- it's a very equitable show, like I think that that was a big message of this one, where it's like we can have very strong female characters and they can be main characters and they don't have to like. And it's not that we're shoving all the you know I I could see that conservative people wouldn't be like oh it's so like women's power and all that stuff because it's not like that at all. But at the same time, like it's not. Liberal people aren't going to be like um, this is ultra conservative. You know what I mean? It's it's this perfect balance. Balance, yeah. It, yeah. It Keyword touches for... on bullying. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And the girl fight episode number nine, I think that was like the beginning of that episode. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Oh man. So Dave, you talk, man. What you oh, think? Oh, I yeah. I just finished it uh, last night, and uh, I. Wow convince the bride to watch it with me um and she doesn't have the same 
like she remembers Karate Kid as a thing, but it wasn't like something she loved as a kid. And she watched the first two episodes of the season one last year with me that were free. And she was kind of like, oh, this is I'm glad this is here for you, but I don't I don't. I'll skip watching it with <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> and then um, when I loved it so much and everything, and I uh, we, I was like, do, would you want to rewatch the season one and then watch season two with me? She was like, yeah, I'll go for that. And so um, oh, we watched it probably a couple at a time, um, maybe sometimes only one at a time, and then just finished kind of strategically last night. And uh, honestly, I was shell-shocked oh, yeah, at the end of it. <laughs> like I was... Uh, I just, I had my thoughts on like what I, I guess I had like one thing I thought was going to happen. Like I thought Kreese was going to show back up with Mike Barnes and Terry Silva and that, and they were going to have this kind of evil Cobra Kai to rival uh, Johnny's more um, evolved Cobra Kai. And that did not happen. And obviously I'm we'll, anyone tuning in to this who doesn't normally listen to our show we will be spoiling the ever-living shit out of yeah, this yeah. season it's too uh, yeah like if you have not watched cobra kai at all stop this pause it well no subscribe first and ring the <laughs> <Yes>. bell <laughs> yeah. then then pause this leave a review maybe that would be awesome too uh then pause it then go watch cobra kai uh then come back and listen to the first season discussion of cobra kai <laughs> long walk short drink which you'll have access that, to because you're uh because you're subscribed now because you did that before you went and watched cobra kai right. and then come back to this episode and listen to this so go do that now yes and welcome back yeah i'm so glad <laughs> so that you went and did that i'm sure you are too because you probably feel more fulfilled <laughs> Welcome back to this episode. So let's continue our discussion of season two. Um, what, what, how are your notes? Pay off for somebody, somebody that that will pay off for somebody. That right there. Yeah, they'll appreciate. Someone yeah. Appreciate oh, that I hope for sure. So. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the end, like reaction videos, are a thing. Oh um, man, I I wish I could have had a reaction video myself because I think mine was just kind of silence and no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Then I was like, no. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah you know, like i just like it was wow i've seen i've seen some reaction videos and it's worthy of it i thought that it was the, gonna be um the other one like not miguel but uh robbie oh johnny's robbie. Son, robbie? Yeah. yeah i thought something her like miguel was gonna go too far and do something to robbie and Oh, they do so good writing the characters. Robbie is Johnny Lawrence's son, uh, who is being taught by Daniel LaRusso. Um, and Johnny's just trying to be the good mentor to Miguel. And, and then Robbie comes back and tries to be a good dad to Robbie, and Miguel goes astray. And it's just like, oh man, so interesting, so fun, so so well written. And yeah, yeah. I keep. I realized that in our entire first ep or the, our first long show about the Karate Kid kind of saga and Cobra Kai, we didn't really, I don't think, I don't know if we ever said the name of the people, the creative team behind this. And I don't know them by name, but I'm, I want to learn it and I want to say their names. I have, uh, I have the IMDB up right here. Oh, great. Um, let me see. I, I do too. John actually. Hurwitz. Yeah, John Hurwitz. Hayden yeah, Schlossberger. Yes. And uh, Josh Heald. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Very good. Good man. Yeah, so they, they they did the Harold and Kumar uh, trilogy, and that's what got them into oh. trilogies. But they're they're just big fans that got the uh, DVD that had the extra 
I don't know, interviews and all that. And they said uh, they just sat around and watched that and began dreaming up, you know, more of the character of Johnny because the movie lent it that. But they're such fans that they stayed true to everything and just expanded upon. Uh, but they're Harold and Kumar and something else. Hot Tub Time oh, Machine. I just yeah, heard that which, today. Yeah. Another trilogy, I guess, or I've, which I've seen none of them. But <laughs> I saw the first one. I didn't know there was a third one. That's crazy. Oh, neither did I. I didn't even know there maybe was a second I'm, one. <laughs> maybe I'm. It probably wrong. is. Um, um, but they're I, huge I, fans of Back to the Future, which, uh, you know, this style of picking up just like Karate yeah, Kid. And, yeah. Um, somebody mentioned that they should do Monster Squad. This team oh, should do Monster Squad. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yes, please. But, oh, man. If. If anything, I'm too excited, and now I'm having expectations like a Star Wars fan. I'm like way <laughs> too know, into it. <laughs> like, you know the the one thing that I kept so what I found so amazing was that I have nowhere near the breadth of knowledge that you two do regarding um, Asian kung fu cinema, right, uh, and karate cinema. Um, but the little bit that I do know, as well as like anime and uh, dojo and senseis and this, plays, yeah, this plays out <laughs> just like one of those. Like the yeah. the fight at the, in the high school at the in the last episode that. Oh, reminds me i can't remember it but there's this um kung fu movie that i watched where there's this there's like 88 samurai crazy 88 <laughs> no maybe it's not 88 then but, no, but there's lot, like right? there's, there's a lot there's this small number of samurai that are going to hold off this entire regime of assassins oh, seven I, samurai i think well that's that is also another one too but like it it you know how like the when the big fight happens, it's just like one long continuous shot that it just yeah. keeps going. Around. That's that high school one, right? That's yeah, impressive. Or was yeah. that a mall? I can't remember. I feel like it was. No, high that school. was in high school. Yeah, high school. It was in high school. Yeah. It just felt like like I've seen that shot where it that would be a big epic fight going through a peasant village that these samurai were defending. You know what I mean? Like where. The camera just never cuts, but everywhere it moves, there's just this epic fight. Not just a, even a little fight, like an epic I, fight happening. You know, like, I felt like it went from high school musical to death warrant prison break. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, man. Like, and it went on so long. And you're like, where the fuck are the adults in this? That, <laughs> yes. that happened multiple times during this yeah. season. It's like, where the fuck are the adults? My other fuck crease note, <laughs> it, after fuck crease, in parentheses, it says, also, he assaulted a minor. Like, yeah. like felony. That's a fe You go to prison for that. He, like. You mean Johnny back schools. in the day? Or, or... no, no. Like, crease. <laughs> Dimitri. Punched, punched Dimitri in the face oh, and, like, gave right, him a bloody right. nose. Like, yes. He was talking shit about his you, tattoo. And you all that stuff, go and to prison if you pull that shit. You don't do that. Like, but somebody's got to punch yeah. Dimitri. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to punch? I mean, that's what Chris they, represents. Like the, all the like the the, ev the evil inside all of us, right? That just yeah, wants yeah. to. And they ride that line really good of what's politically correct and what's yeah. not. 
and touching on um they keep it modern enough to where almost all ages could watch it sometimes it feels like disney i think that's yeah. will smith's fault because yeah. will smith's involved <laughs> oh, right but um they, i think they probably own the rights because of putting his kid in it years ago that's all i can think of yeah the all writers right. did say that that does not exist in this universe it's a parallel <laughs> universe <laughs> what 2010 karate kid does not exist in this universe yeah. does it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Karate Kid with Jaden Smith does oh, not exist yeah. oh, in it, this universe. It. It's a parallel universe. Oh, you know what saying. I thought was a meta yeah. thing um, was when he's making out with his wife in the car, he listens to the hit song from Karate yeah. Kid 2 <laughs> that was written for Karate Kid 2. It's not like that was a pop song they put in that movie. They wrote that for well, no. I thought that Glory too, and actually started to write that in my notes. But it turned out it was just another song with another popular song that Peter Cetera sang. So it wasn't "Glory of Love," which was the name of that episode. Yeah, it was yeah. actually like "You're the Meaning in My Life." That's a I don't know what that song's called. But You're the Inspiration. Okay, but it was it, it was really super meta because yeah. it relies meta. on yeah. it relies on your knowledge of that song, which is also the title of that episode. To then infer but, like the association, it's but if that cool. art, but still, if that artist exists, Peter Stern. Oh yeah. man, yeah. that's like he's in the double universe. D. That's like a that's a Dark Tower thing right there. Oh that's yeah, I I like how they bring the uh, the the sound is good, the visuals are great. Um, I like how they bring the original music back in and oh, the different yeah. versions of that. that. Yeah, a lot. score, Such great ways, um, and and like the popular yeah. songs. They were written for the movie. Yeah, that come out back on the streets life. all through the nights. Yes. We go to the, drive on your bike. We'll ride through the road. <laughs> oh, uh, that Mo- episode how, was so fun. How are yeah. your notes organized? Are they yeah. by episode, I, Moto? I know we know Paul yeah. is the one big. Mine are yeah. actually by episode two, which I think I did because of knowing that you took them, and I ended up doing it that way as well. So that might be a way to just kind of move through the series. I was really way. just planning on being color commentary and just that's why mine are so disjointed. So I, I love it. I yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, haven't mine's... looked at mine, <laughs> but I figure I'll, I'll No, I don't need them much anymore. I've watched it <laughs> twice and uh um, watched season one and uh can we open just... beverages though? Oh yes, please. Yeah. Okay. So your beverage of choice. I was brought my coworker brought me a growler to work today of a Ooh. shandy. Uh, well, a howler. Right. A little bit. A I, had, I had a bad, I had a bad day at work yesterday, oh, and so man. then she's like, she showed up to work today, and she's like, here, because you had a bad day yesterday. That's I'm like, really nice, I'm like awesome. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. She's like, no, it's okay. You had a bad day. I'm wow. like, okay, thanks. <laughs> I got to learn emotion. I need, I need to raise my emotional IQ because when I have, a, when I like, you can read me like my emotions like a book, and you shouldn't be able to do that. I don't know. I don't know if that's such a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, if I'm having a bad day, though, it should not bring. Uh, it should not cause other people to have a bad day. Even oh, just yeah. like I know, what you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, you would like so, to try, but yeah, sometimes emotions happen. It's just, they do. Gotta yeah. ride the wave. Yeah, so right. I'm experiencing the other end um, of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, You're, but nothing. Uh, yeah, I have. A, I'm realizing I had to go back to therapy this week because <laughs> I freaked out on somebody, <laughs> not at work, and not all that bad, but enough. To, and then I realized, like, oh, I again have this like ocean of rage that's just beneath the surface at all times, and I'm oh, constantly shit. angry. <laughs> oh, oh so, my. 
I'm so part you. of that is, is realizing that um, as I've had to examine a little bit, it's like, oh, I don't really know what a healthy expression of anger looks or feels like. To me, yeah. it's like a bad thing that I subconsciously try to repress. And then I guess, you know, to hear my therapist like pose a th theory, it was like, you know, it takes a lot of energy to like an efforting to like push that down and to try to quell it. Or it's like, I'm spending all this energy trying not to be angry, which is right. I'm actively trying to do all these things. I don't think of as trying not to be angry, but I'm trying you know, to feel better, do better, be better. Um, but she's like, that takes a lot of effort. And, and if you get tired, <laughs> then it, but so, yeah. So if you're able and like a, the valve or something, so if you could let it out gradually, healthily, right. then it wouldn't, you know, explode. And so um, I think while it's always obvious how I'm feeling, I think there's also this other thing going on where I'm trying to, not purposely, but I'm trying to like suppress right. all the little things. So. Huh. And the Healthy. weather has just been terrible for so long. <laughs> and yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if you, if you, I just feel like I haven't got enough energy out. And if I get a little bit of energy out, then I feel better. And but I yeah I've been in the same place and it's just I don't know feeling better feeling more positive and you're still looking yeah. great you you look even better than last time buddy like yeah thank you thank you oh, yeah looking fantastic work and, no and what is the where did puny, you but where did you get the headband that you're wearing is that from the old made at home kit or did you order one I ordered this on Google. Awesome. Palmer stepped it up last time, so I had to step it up this. time. I didn't even I dress. Got, I I wanted to have the uh, like the. The badge and the. I'm dressed like Robbie. It looks like I got a can of wax in my future. That's oh awesome. yeah, or Johnny. There were a Johnny lot of wore those uh, those yeah, baseball there were a lot shirts. Of baseball a lot. shirts. Yeah. Johnny had yeah. a rotating so thinking, like stable. I like that zebra one he had. Was that the band zebra? And it was like the chest piece. No, they oh, talked about yes. the Metallica shirt too. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, and I was like, oh, Palmer's gonna love that. Yeah, and that guy. Stingray. That Stingray. Guy, I, at first, I was like, <laughs> seriously, I don't want this guy in here. Like, yeah, like, he was over the top. At first. It's a, it, it was it is a little much, but then the fucking high school party when he's like Edward, <laughs> when he's Edward forty hands and a fucking he's a forty year old dude, yeah, who brought a, a hooker. It looks like <laughs> yes, to a high school party, <laughs> and then decides to go Edward forty hands while at the party like that. <laughs> Oh, 40. That's yeah, awesome. That's a, it's a game. It's, I, oh, I, I didn't know it's a real, it was an established thing. That's so, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, Katie, when she was down at OU, I went to stay for, I was the school I was teaching. I had to go down there for testing and it was right before Halloween and they had a big party and one of her roommates, a bunch of his friends came. And that was the first thing they did was to see who could win at Edward 40 hands. So they all duct taped two, uh, like a 40 into each hand. And then it was oh like, you couldn't start the party. You couldn't drink anything else or do anything else at the party until you finished your two forties. <laughs> so, like, so guys were just like powering through just to get done. So they could like untape their hands and then go socialize and drink. And oh, I would freak out. Yeah. But so that's called Edward Forty Hands, and that guy fucking does it at a like he's a fucking grown up at a high school party, and exactly <laughs> like what I'm thinking is exactly what happens. Like, yeah, he can't get the fuck out the out the house because he's got no hands. 
Well, it's funny you mentioned sure. Edward 40 hands because I have two 40s. No. Yeah. No, I just have a, I, I got my hands on a single, single serve, sir. Surly Furious. So I didn't have to get the whole. Oh, uh, um, I didn't have to get the whole four pack because it was actually after the Cobra Kai episode last year that I made a resolution to seriously cut back my drinking. Not because of what was ha- anything on the show that I recall, but I just was so happy on Hot Cloud Nine from Karate Kid and Cobra Kai talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kept drinking, then went to work the next day. And I was like, I gotta. So, so I just got it's the like one shit. here, but I'm so ready to dig in. To yeah, both I got a the beer and the oh yeah, aid, lemon all lime. right, nice lemon lime, electrolytes, electrolytes, gonna be at this all night. <laughs> all right, cheers! All right, all let's right. do this. I'm I'm cut this off. And three. All right. I got oh. a Star Wars drinking glass. <laughs> Burger King, uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Uh, nice. Oh, yeah. I don't, I've never drank beer out of this before, but it just called to me. So I, I have heard. Really know what beer this is? I know it's a shandy. I know it's from Solon, I think. Ohio. But was, yeah, but that was about all I, all she could remember when she gave it to me. But she said she when she tasted it, it tasted really good. That's a very thoughtful coworker. Yeah, it's very helpful. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, the Bless uh, her. I like shandies. Star Nerd. Wars came up a couple times already, as it's wont to do. Um, and I've heard multiple times that the that the show creators view the Karate Kid trilogy as like their Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I was just listening to an interview with them that I hadn't yet finished, where they talk about somebody mentioned that, and here's like they like flipped it. They're like, basically, we think that people think about Star Wars the way that we think about Karate Kid, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, so I got the IMDb uh, list of episode titles up, and then maybe uh, maybe Moto, uh, I'll, I'll toss those out, and you can you and I can volley back and forth of our specific notes, and obviously we can go anywhere at any time. With sure. Any of this. Feel uh, pretty sporadic. and Yeah, I mean, it's long walk, short drink also, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so episode one of season two is called. Everything, so. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Oh, and you're cutting out. Mute your mic, your camera. Somebody. Yeah, maybe. Oh, me? Oh, hold on. Uh, I clicked away. Uh, well, okay. the, the episode one is called Mercy. Mercy, part where two. Where episode yeah. one of season one was called No Mercy. So, ah. Oh. Oh wait, no! I think episode uh, ten of this is called No Mercy because episode one, se- or ep- series one, episode one, I believe, is called Ace Degenerate, wasn't it? Because it was Rock, uh, Johnny's story. Was it okay? But, but oh, episode it? ten of this season, oh, number ten of season one was No Mercy. Then uh, no, ten of season one was was Mercy, but it was this is part two to that. If that makes oh, sense. Oh, okay. And then the last okay. episode Mercy. of season two is called No, no Mercy. Um, Boy, it gets a little complicated to say it like that. So it starts with John Kreese uh, showing up at Cobra Kai, and uh, yeah, right where season one ended. Yeah, like to the scene, it almost replays the last scene. Yeah, but and actually, these uh, I like these little the the episode guy has like a one sentence for each episode, so just to 
kind of jog our general memory because my notes are not very yeah, cool. they're specific, but they're not contextualized. So in Mercy Part go. Two, in the aftermath of Cobra Kai's win at, at the Underage All Valley Karate Championship, Johnny questions his dojo's philosophy and deals with a figure from his past. And Daniel searches for the right way to respond to Cobra Kai's dominance. <laughs> I just imagine reading that in Tom Brokaw's voice. Oh, I'll have to study up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try. I'll try. uh... Aftermath of Cobra Kai's winning. Oh, that's much better. 18 All Valley Karate (laughs) Championships. You did the next one. (laughs) John Johnny questions his dojo's philosophy. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, I don't it know why up. I heard that. I like it. <laughs> I think we should do each of them in some kind of accent. All right. Yeah. Um, game. After the, uh, but it opens like in the in the actually they even replay the closing moment where Kreese shows up uh, from that last episode of the previous season. Like it's just like the Karate Kid movies. They pick up. Yeah. Right where the previous left off. Yeah. And. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Moto, what are your uh, what well, are your notes from this one? I don't remember the, exactly how the fight ensued, but a, a, a fight ensued with uh, Johnny oh, and Crease. Yes, and uh, I think he was talking about his students, and he's like, "Don't talk about my students," or I don't know what the last line was before they started throwing blows. But Johnny was basically telling him to f off and get out of there. You know, we find out um, through the series that Crease was really the father figure to Johnny, and um, so this is like a father coming back from the dead. I I don't remember when Kreese died. Remember? They just told <laughs> us that when the series, when the TV series started, there was somebody said he died. That's a little so yeah. well, Isn't that also why he disappeared for Tony Silva to come back and run Cobra Kai in season three? Um, they, he said they would make a story up about him being dead or something. Uh Oh, oh, no, but he's in the end of... Uh, End of three. Remember, he comes. He's part of the oh, scene yeah. where, like, they do the yeah and the paint and stuff. But I yeah, did learn something. Right. Um, I don't, I haven't learned a ton of behind the scenes stuff, but I listened to a Martin Cove interview who plays Crease, and he said that um something I never heard before, which was that he was supposed to be the central figure and villain in the third Karate Kid film, but he was locked into some sort of TV contract that of a series that I don't even think happened. Uh, he could not get out of. Um, oh, so oh. they had to invent, yeah, Terry Silva and the, oh. to, um, to deal with that. Um, and so he is in it oh. because he was on like filmed on weekends or something, but he, he yeah. was supposed to be that main character. That was my he, first note. Um, I actually, all my notes are divided into two columns. I, I don't know why, but I started this right at the beginning. One column is quotes, good idea. And, quotes and callbacks, and the other is cool shit, a.k.a. badass. <laughs> <laughs> and the first note there is Johnny and Kreese fight. Like, I lit up when that happened. Yeah. I was just like, oh, shit, he's had his, you know, a, a chance to, like, fight back against this guy. And I, wasn't there a moment where Kreese gets him in a chokehold? No, Johnny fight? gets him. Oh, Johnny okay. Johnny gets him in the chokehold. Yeah. And then he sees himself, because he immediately gets thrown into the broken glass or the glass, reflective glass in the background, and they continue to fight. He knocks the uh, cigar out of his mouth, but starts fire, so he got broken glass and fire. Yes. And uh, Johnny's got him in a headlock, and he sees a reflection of his sensei. Uh, Lord, uh, gosh, so many names going on. 
uh, crease choking him out after the all Valley tournament. Yeah. And he, and then he comes back and he says, I don't want to be him. So he lets him go. And he says, showing mercy on an old man, stupid thing, you know? And, uh, all right. Yeah. But he also says, like, I think when they first get started, one of my quotes is, you still got that temper, but I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> he did that. <laughs> Which I thought of, you know, he says that to Mr. Miyagi in the, in the dojo. He's like, you're a pushy little bastard, ain't you? <laughs> but I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, they do so much of that. Tons yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they if they do indeed look at these the those that trilogy like we look at Star Wars, you would think they would they would quote those scenes then be able to quote those scenes like that just like we quote star wars lines so they would yeah. know those and know where to put them in and in matt and know where they would fit uh i have I, a lot of trust in these fellows with yeah this. absolutely do absolutely i mean they nailed the asian kung fu movie set in the valley of you, you know like gosh yeah and so that you know that uh relationship is is brought back to the forefront with crease coming back wanting to take over cobra kai and basically johnny's telling him to get lost um at the same time you have johnny i'm sorry daniel and robbie who just hurt his shoulder um daniel had just rebuilt miyagi's backyard dojo and uh oh that was very eager me. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, the way that they take it like a flashback and yeah, bring it into now. They said that was one of the main costs for doing the show was rebuilding that backyard and they really had to fight for it. Oof, um, it was worthwhile. Even the cars, that yellow car, these are says can yeah. wax my future. And Daniel's so excited to teach him all the wax on, wax off, um, sand the floor, paint the fence. Uh, that's Daniel's car. He actually bought that car after the movie. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard an interview today where he said Ralph Columbia Pictures gave it to him. So I don't know. Oh, Either way, he, it's been in his possession since Karate Kid Three wrapped and whatever. That's crazy. Or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love thinking of that. And he said that like sometimes he'd be driving around and people would be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, it's like seeing Batman <laughs> in the Batmobile or something. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I mean, uh, man, you, there's. Johnny's son training with Daniel in the backyard. It's like that it, it takes. Yeah. What a great spin. Um, and with the montage music they have going on, it's just like, okay, yep. I love this type of movie. Go ahead. Keep it oh, going. Oh yeah. Yeah. Karate montage. I'm ready. Oh, and hats <laughs> off to the music. The guy I, I was, I meant to, I should look this up because I, I, I think it was in the first episode. I was like, I gotta like, this music is great. Like I need this music in my life. And then I didn't, seek it out right away but as as we were kind of gearing up towards this i and i was getting deeper into the end of the series of season two uh so leo byronberg Be byronberg and zach robinson are the the music uh the series music um, composers and um particularly the soundtrack album for season one is really great like i started listening to it on like a streaming service and I was like, oh, this song is good. And I was thinking like what I could put into the break of this uh, episode that we're doing. I was like, ooh, this one is good. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. I just bought it on iTunes. It's like this whole like soundtrack is what, you, what I want to like wake up to. <laughs> what I want to drive around. I told the bride <laughs> last night, I'm like, I'm going to crank this music like, when I get ready in the morning. Just like fucking brushing my teeth. <laughs> I, uh, I love Hawk's theme. It really sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song to me. Um, 
Oh, where he goes in to do the uh, punch the bag after Moon breaks up, I think. Yeah, there's that. It, it plays. Yeah, it plays there, Dude. and then it plays when he's pursuing like. Oh yeah, Eli, Dimitri. Like, through high, Dimitri through the and high he school. He looks like a shark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that and that that industrial metal, like early Nin is like playing in the background. And it's like, oh man, yeah, I, absolutely. And they're, I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. And them being binary brothers and his new personality and yeah, yeah. you know, Dimitri could end up being one of the new Karate Kids. And the fact that they're going beyond season two, season three, four, five, six, seven. They really haven't given up a number of how far they're going. Uh, but they say that, you know, it, it, unlike last week where you guys were talking about, we don't care about the characters. Either, you know, they're dying and I don't even care. Yeah. Um, yeah. In this case, like Aisha, um, yeah, they, they draw you into everyone's uh, world and you're, you're curious or you care. At least I am. And uh, absolutely. Um, I, I was, I, I really, the first two, three episodes, I was like, oh, man, this needs to pick up. I I, I, I felt maybe, that, too. Yeah. It was I, me. And I, I was or, also watching with the bride. He wasn't as into it. And I could kind of like she doesn't say anything, but I could. Yeah. You know, it's like have you ever written something and you or or like I've made a lot of movies. You, as soon as I play that for, and I'm in someone's present presence yeah. or music and it's suddenly like all you hear are the flaws and you're like oh fuck oh so yeah I was, like, oh, yeah. I was on, no, on I, edge just yeah. because i'm like ah, i know this is not her first choice of like what to watch tonight and it's like ah guys <laughs> but even so by the end though like i i don't know i don't know what she would say about it but as soon as the movie was as soon as the last episode was over she was like online reading tickets <laughs> and stuff like that yes. by the it, they weave yeah, they they what is it called? Like they laid some they lay some track, you know. Like they and I feel that yep. the tone of the show in general is a little. And this is sort of true of the first season, but now that they're having so much more with like the kids and stuff, it's just a it it does appeal to I think a, a real general audience, and I think it's an interesting tone that doesn't always completely work. But I don't care because i'm so happy to be with these people like so the the few instances where i could really point it out are um well it's like it'll go from so like johnny is this like walking anachronism like there's no way in real life someone wouldn't know what an iphone or like what a smartphone was or any and all of Still, these that things. was fun yeah. i enjoyed oh, yeah. that that's what Him i mean finding like, the internet it just solidifies it just solidifies johnny's character that he hasn't moved on ha, yeah he has not found peace with that moment of his life you know yeah uh, to watch an iron eagle I oh love man yeah. <laughs> i love that too when he gets on the dating app and they're like what do you like i think i wrote it down but i can't remember if he's like i don't know muscle cars martial arts <laughs> Iron Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iron Eagle too. Yes. <laughs> but but kind of what I was getting at, or, or or I don't know. I feel like the the first Karate Kid movie really has is a very realistic film. Like that's how I think of it anyway. Is like the fights in it are they're not like flashy, but they're impactful. Um, yeah. The one martial arts class I did take, I was like in college, and the guy had like invented his, developed his own 
scientific martial art, as he called it. But and people are asking him about movies, and um, and he's like, the, he's like, there is one movie he said. This guy's like that. I feel like properly represents the martial arts and is as accurate, etc. And he's like, that's the Karate Kid, and he explains why and stuff. But um, I feel like, and then I would say three follow. I don't know, whatever. But I feel like the TV show has a little bit of like Karate Kid made by Disney vibe with it. Twilight. It's just a, well, <laughs> that's my joke when I watch him. Like, oh, it's getting Twilight when he was running after yeah, Bobby at yeah. high school. I was like, the vampires versus yeah. the wolves again. It's like, <laughs> right, right. It's a little bit of magical realism in the valley. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's a kind of, which, but so so it's like it doesn't always like work for mixed company. <laughs> um, and then suddenly it'll get like super dramatic. Like, I don't yeah. know if you guys can th- picture the scene where Daniel's mom is talking to him on the couch and he's having the marital troubles. And he, she mm-hmm. tells a story about his dad. Like you never really hear yeah. about Daniel's dad and like it cuts away to Daniel and he's like got these tears in his eyes, but it's like the, the tone and gets super serious. And as we'll get to like the, the end is super serious and every once in a while it goes there, but then it kind of goes back to an almost like cartoonish, thing so it has this like campy you have to get into it like um it feels like it it feels like the the at the the drama portions of mighty morphin power rangers like (laughs) that's what it feels like I don't know. I haven't seen that you mean the the movie or the 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 television television show show. like where it's just like you know when they where it was kind of like saved by the bell, you know, <laughs> like that. Oh, where, they'll be hanging yeah, out where, in the lair, and yeah. they're like, "We gotta go fight these uh, monsters." Yeah, like, all right, uh, yeah, let's go fight. They yeah. get the fight scene, and then you got another scene. And the, then, like, like that's funny. You just get this yeah. really campy. Like anytime that they're at the country club, all that shit's campy. Anytime they show the like the the foreign landlord, he, like he's always campy. The guy from Borat. Um, that's that's hmm. who that is. I was like, why do I know this guy? Any of the like LaRusso, honestly, any of the Daniel stuff is super campy to me. I don't know what it just feels like. But Johnny, too. I mean, like we talked about, like he's he's like dialed way up, but also a lot of the most effective drama is with Johnny. Yeah, I was just laughing. I had when he was coming back with the bottle and he's like training my kid. It's like. <laughs> and Carmen right. and like, he's like, I love it. Is this what he says? He's like, got your washing machine right there, like because she's carrying a laundry basket. And he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, got your washing machine right there, like. My main take came in handy. It worked. <laughs> oh yeah, and they will. I, I don't know if we're gonna be able to stick this episode by episode thing, but. Oh no, I mean, we no. haven't even gone to episode two. We haven't formally gone to episode two no, yet. And I, I don't, don't even, even think, think we finished the touched on a lot of things in episode. Yeah. <laughs> but Fuck. but my main one, I would say my yet. main like feeling about this second season is just like I have fallen deeply in love with Billy Zapka and Johnny's character. Like they did such an amazing yes. job of really making him. I mean, he's the underdog in the last season, but they made him the hero in this one. And like, yeah. I thought he was amazing. The bride at one point turned to me, and she's like, "He is excellent." Yeah. Um, there's a few scenes in particular. Uh, the diner scene with the Miguel. Diner scene with Miguel is killer. So much of it, like he, 
oh man, he really knocked it out of the park. Like, to the point where like I, when I would see Daniel, who I loved growing up, I'm just like, ah, what's Johnny doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I did that too. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't just me. No, he's, but they do uh, a lot of a lot of the parents learning from the children, and the children learning from the parents or the senseis. Uh, but it's kind of they or parallels between the like kids and parents kind of going through the same things at the same time. You know, they maybe they didn't always do that. They did that in a couple key episodes where I was like, oh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> sorry, what were, yeah, sorry, yeah, you were yeah, in the middle of mid thought of describing how the series is and. Uh... But yeah, if you like Karate Kid and uh, man, how much they're expanding on Johnny's character. Um, and like you said, if you're a huge fan of Daniel LaRusso, it's a little bit eh, like because he's such a schmuck. <laughs> he's not really yeah. a schmuck, but um, he's kind not, of, he is kind of a pansy. Like, oh, kinda, yeah. And he always was. Yeah. <laughs> like, kinda all, like, he's you the can new bully. He's... Johnny stands like where, why Johnny feels the way he does about Daniel. Like, I have all those feelings myself watching adult Daniel, you know? Yeah. Which I'm sure is all intentional. And I, I love that one where like when he, um, when they end up on the kind of impromptu double date and they that get out so on good. the dance floor um, yeah. and he's like, of course you can dance. <laughs> well, and that's because he was on dancing with the stars. Oh, I forgot. oh, he won that, I think. I, or something. Oh, my God. Really? That's amazing. Yeah. I wrote here, I love these eating standoffs because it kind of mirrored that episode where he's breakfast. like, yeah. where he's like, she's like, now come in here and have breakfast. And he's like, do you want to yeah. come in? Breakfast? He's like, I could eat. I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, my dad would have totally kicked your ass. She's like, I would have totally, I forget what he said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Johnny. He's oh, like, Johnny uh, with kids is always good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think it's like when you we were kids, you watched the first Karate Kid, and you're like, you relate to Daniel because it's like, oh, it's just school fucking sucks, right? Like, and that idea of bullies, and you want to like root for the underdog, and you want to succeed. But then now you're a fucking grown up, and life, you realize that like. It's you're much more likely to go down Johnny's fucking path than you are Daniel's fucking path, because that's just the way the world fucking works. And so you relate now more to Johnny, like you yeah, kind of. It's all about like I mean, it really is re a redemption arc for Johnny, which is, you know, he has. I mean, I shouldn't say nothing, but like where Daniel is coming into karate kid one he's like moving away from home he doesn't want to he's on the outside and then he starts to get bullied and he's just like everything is stacked against him he's this little scrawny kid and um even the new friends he makes once he gets his ass kicked on the beach like they don't care whereas you're coming into cobra kai and like daniel's on he's got it all he's got a super successful business with many branches he's got a family Johnny's kid won't even like acknowledge him. So it's like in the first season, that's all set up. And, but I feel like they really doubled down in season two on, on, on not making Daniel an unsympathetic character, but I think on really focusing on the maturation of, of Johnny, like yeah. to the point where he's, you know, si simple things like he's getting smartphones, but, but he's also, you know, there's a there's a Put those hash browns on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hash brown cobra guy. <laughs>
My students did send that it I needed to the to internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My students told me that I needed to get an apple, and you sold me a lemon. That's yeah. <laughs> I didn't get this. <laughs> it's not a lemon. It's a Dell. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get that joke but like right from the first episode he comes back um you know this is the guy that's told no mercy at the end of the karate kid film and sweeps the leg and and he you come back from the tournament and he is like oh so you guys think you're big shots because you like hit kids when their backs were turned and he's like no 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 and he kind of went after their injury and yeah and then and he says like, you know if, oh, if I'm being hard on you, it's because I, you have a, a chance to be better than I ever could be, and I'm hoping that you can do better. So he's he he, he reassures Carmen, Miguel's mom, that he's like, I'm not going to lead him on the wrong path because Miguel doesn't have a father figure around. So he's the new crease to Miguel. It's so interwebbed and oh, yeah. He says, um, I Johnny says uh, I wasn't taught the difference between mercy and honor. He says that maybe a couple times, and I was like, "Oh!" And I paid the price. Yes, yeah. and I paid the price. And then he assigns the student to. Well, we we don't see this, but the students walking out there, they say something to the effect that he assigned them to watch over the top the movie over the top yeah. and be ready to discuss. <laughs> yeah, Sensei says we have to watch this. <laughs> yeah, I love all of that. But that and, yeah, and so it's st- interesting amongst the kids too. I have this note where it's like Sam says. Uh, LaRusso's daughter says to her friend who's in Cobra Kai, I think, um, I think that's who she says it to, uh, whose name is escaping me at the moment. But uh, she says, like, I don't, I don't want to fight them. They're not my enemies. They're my friends. Um, there are no enemies. I think she says that. And so I, I uh, yeah, I like that. Which, which spoilers, I think they're going to use that. And, and uh, this is my, I'm Aisha. turning into a Star Wars guy. But I think Johnny and Daniel might meet up and not fight against each other, end up fighting against Kreese. Yeah. They're going to yeah. team together yeah. with their friendship. What is I it? Think- the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Wait, friend? Where, what is that saying? I might be uh, getting it wrong. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think you're enemy right. My enemy is my friend. So, so that's one great thing about Kreese coming back, other than him being kind of a fun character or bad guy, if you could say that, <laughs> um, is that does offer the opportunity for Daniel and Johnny to both be on the good guys against the bad guy, Kreese. Yep. Uh, and this season kind of was the arc and uh, I, of Johnny moving completely away from Kreese, giving him a chance for redemption, but not him not taking a second it. chance just like he wants. Well, yeah. and I think, I think that having um, Sam and uh, Robbie, Robbie focusing so much on the balance and how they had to work together. Like that was like the, I think that's a little bit of foreshadowing too on like ah, their yeah. families are going to have to come together. Yes. To be right. able to defeat this like evilness that has been let in as a result, arguably as a result of both of their, both of them, both Daniel and, and, uh, Johnny. In There's other spoiler, the- Terry Silver is coming back for season three. Oh, oh you did find that? <laughs> oh, yes. oh, that's so great. Thomas uh, Ian, I think, is his name, if I remember correctly. Oh, um, my gosh. Well, that's and, fantastic. Think, and spoiler, like I'm listening to the fans or something. I don't know. I, I wonder if they're going to get Elizabeth Shue. I uh, certainly, they seem to well, be that's, pointing that direction. Oh, yeah. Well, they like talk about her. 
all the time in season one, and they only mentioned her like yeah. twice in season two. Well, I guess the other yeah. thing I the other thing I didn't catch, I should have caught. I felt like I caught, but I didn't catch Tori with a Y. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. <laughs> Allie with an I. Oh yeah. yeah. She's Tori Schwarber is Allie Schwarber's daughter. Oh, her so, last name is Schwarber? Allie's daughter put Daniel LaRusso's daughter in the Wait, hospital. Are you? Oh my god. <laughs> her name <laughs> is Allie Schwest says Oh uh, shit. That would be <laughs> Oh my mind is blown. Yeah, my mind. Wait, hold, hold the fucking phone here. That's right, because it says Allie Mills something in the friend request that gets accepted. Allie Mills Schwarber. Yeah. Oh. Somewhere it says Tori Schwarber in the series, so that is her daughter, and they obviously, and she's she's a nurse. Which Miguel's in the hospital. Anybody doesn't know that. Oh Oh, yeah. So. Oh so, my so that's God. how she's gonna work, and but that makes sense why Tori is such a hellion because she didn't have a father. They have a broken home. Which remember how she had to steal for her mom was trying to bring her I, home food and she got think, fired. Thinking oh, that that would yeah. all lead to something. Oh wow! <laughs> they are so fun. building. I love it. <laughs> and arguably so- again for a really one-dimensional character from the first movie, like. Johnny did so, not really have an arc. He had scenes. You well, know? He, had, he had an arc in as much as at the end, he goes, you're all right, LaRusso. That's true. But, I, I but, but you're right. Like That's one moment in like a two-hour movie. Yeah. That's and, easily and, missed. And, I mean, he only has a handful. Of, it's not this. It, it is this peripheral antagonist, I feel like, where he's. It is not an ongoing feud throughout the whole movie. It's the, It's really about. Miyagi and Daniel's relationship and like them and, and Mr. Miyagi's growth through finding yeah. peace, through redemption through Daniel. Right. Right. Which I never thought about it that way growing up Until because we, I was a kid relating to the kid, but that's something you yeah. introduced to me that I, and that's the difference with this series is now that we're older, we're looking at it from the parents perspective. Yeah. And, but I'm still drawn into the, the uh, character's, the the kid characters as well because I don't I don't know why <laughs> it's just too good. I, they yeah. all but they all took on dimension this season too. Even um Moon like yeah Hawk's girlfriend she was super, girl yeah she was super one dimensional last season just like a a fluff character but like her standing up for herself and like I don't date bullies you know yeah, and yeah. like well and uh, trying to bring them together which ends up be yeah. in the fight but she's like no more fighting no more karate yeah <laughs> oh man oh uh, daniel's mom that. or daniel's wife says as well and it's like oh shit that was yeah one of the- i was like this is gonna be a theme around my house or- yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the bride said that when we started to watch she's like the thing about all this these type of shows and movies is like ultimately like they they're always they always solve the problems through fighting. I'm like, well, yeah, like that. But at, you can't not have the a end fight. Of this, yeah. yeah, right. Look at the end of this series; it only right. brought more trouble. Exactly. Yeah, which is is a pretty interesting way to go, particularly in a series where that's about martial arts. Yeah. Uh, so I we we kind of 
I mean, I'm not to say we shortchanged, but like we're much more interested in Johnny's story at this point. But there are a few things in the in the Daniel Robbie storyline that I really liked. It was great seeing him sanding the floor and painting the fence. He discovered the drum that saved Daniel's life in the at the end of Karate Kid Two, the the drum that he got in Okinawa. Um, Rule number one. Us. Oh, it was a- he, he shows him. Uh, he shows him rule. Na- oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, so I can defend my Sato, I know fight you. <laughs> you must break all six. Oh. All six. Yeah, this is for your collection. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god, I... this would have becomes karate kid action figure. Oh, that was well, actually the first movie well, I ever. I'll say made. when he's had enough, man. Oh no! Leave alone. For for podcast listeners, Moto is pulling out all of the Karate Kid figures except for Mr. Miyagi that I grew up with, which I happen to have. You got Crease there? Yeah, I don't know what uh, line to say, but... Well, Mr. Miyagi is in front of him, so you can say, you're a pushy little bastard. (laughs) I like that. Oh! Oh, I got Mr. Miyagi doing the... Oh, you got Okinawan Mr. Miyagi! (laughs) <laughs> Come on, so I can defend my honor, Mr. Miyagi! <laughs> Come on, sir! The very... <laughs> so, I'm trying to step it up today. I got well guitars. done, sir. Yeah, no, you are nailing it, sir. Nailing wow. it. Wow. I think uh, viewers on our YouTube channel, which if you're not subscribed, go to Long Walk Short Drink on you. Or go to YouTube, search Long Walk Short Drink, and subscribe if you're listening to this as a podcast. Yeah, Sorry. we are one away from hitting 90. And when we get a- to 100, we'll stop bothering you about this. <laughs> we won't, though. We'll still tell you to go subscribe. Probably, we'll yeah. But we'll, like, we'll have oh, the address. In oh. our, I think it's... Oh, no, I didn't do it. I, I thought I included this in our Cobra Kai episode, Co- Karate Kai episode, when we talked about the mm-hmm. general Karate Kid in the first season. At the end of that on YouTube, I thought you could see I, I <laughs> made this like action figure drama with all these figures in 1987 <laughs> when I got their playset and I had someone film it and I did a like a little movie as a seven year old. Uh, but. I think what you can what you can see at the end after like after the podcast ends is um, footage of me and Moto. Moto's four and I'm seven, I think, is the way the birthdays worked out. Doing like some Karate Kid sort of stuff and demonstrations, like little home video. Anyway, I'm so glad you brought those figures to the, to the table today. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> so Mr. Miyagi is with us in spirit. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, as he is um, a Daniel, and and the, the last couple I had is the, he the thing with the hammering the nails, like in the two hits. I loved yeah. seeing that callback, kind of the focus. And then when they went in, like when Robbie goes in and Daniel's doing the breathing meditation with like the hand sort of praying thing, I think mm-hmm. that was probably Cut the off. first time that I started to tear up. In the second season, I was just like, oh man, I cried so many times. Oh my gosh, yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it'll do it to you. That's how good it was. Shall we move on to episode two? Yeah, I mean, I, I got you know, the world needs Cobra Kai. Oh, please, yeah. Crease yeah. is, uh, is at the diner. He's saying the world needs Cobra Kai. They've been in bromation, and now's the time to come back and strike. His stories are getting crazier and crazier. He's been a part of every war since mankind's 
started. Yeah. Yeah. So there's it it, it yeah. It is a little over it, it, over the top. Like he lays it on that, thick. That that helps expand that character and sure. why he's so crazy. Um Yeah. I heard a uh and the only other tidbit I took from that Marty Cove interview was um a lot of people call him Marty. Obviously, I don't know him, but um, the he he was saying that the show creators knew the crease backstory only because they had read interviews he gave around the time of the promotion of the movie of what he decided the backstory was. Wow! <laughs> I thought that was incredible and seemed right in line for these guys. But wow! But yeah, he muddles his own backstory, like exaggerates it, uh, or not necessarily the backstory, the in between story. Yeah, which Miguel yeah, does call him out on Karate Kid. Now, yeah, is it Miguel that figures out? Yeah, I couldn't remember who it was that that figured it out. He calls him out on it, and and uh, kind of backs down, but it 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 was a sign of something. Yeah, um, and Johnny at first is telling Crease to stay away from the students, um, and only after he returns his second place fixed trophy and calling him his best student and playing a real snake. Uh, does yeah. Johnny accept him to come back? And, and that stuff was really touching. Like things. I, I don't know what I thought would happen, but I, I kind of bought that, that moment or, or, or that scene. I was like, oh, good. Like, yeah, there's even redemption for Crease. Like, I thought they might take it in that direction. Where I never trusted him. No, that's probably yeah. Well, your central note. <laughs> Fuck Crease. Fuck Crease. <laughs> also, he assaulted a minor. <laughs> that. <laughs> That's a felon. You go to jail for that. <laughs> if you just, if a listen, you know how many fucking kids are just mouthy and assholes all the way but up you would to like to do that too. Yeah. All the way up to seventeen years, three hundred and sixty-four days. <laughs> they can be assholes all the way up to that long, and you can't do anything about it. They just. It's just the raw truth of it. You don't want to tell kids that because then they get drunk with power. The worst yeah. kids do know that and they are drunk with power. But he did that. Oh, especially a mouthy fucking kid like that. You know that kid would have blabbed all over the place. Like Well, he did on his Yeah, on Yelp. Yeah, on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> Got him in some hot water. I love the modern touches, you know, like uh yeah. Sam blocked she blocked Miguel on Instagram. She's like, I've yeah. been blocked. You know? <laughs> and, uh, I, 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 I will here. not oh. I will not compromise my Yelp integrity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a writer. As a writer. As a writer. <laughs> um, one thing from Daniel here is says, uh, I know how to beat Cobra Kai. I did it 30 years ago and I'll do it again. Oh, oh so, yeah. yeah. That was an interesting little seed. Um but yeah, I think that's episode one. You know, yeah. Metallica shirt and yes. Stay away from my students. Flashback. You know. Episode two is back in black. Yeah, where he starts with his uh, Dodge Challenger or what? Yeah, that? yeah, that's right. Is that what it is? And, and he, goes, he gets all tricked out. <laughs> he, yeah, he because goes flat black. Completely Larusso uh, is going to replace it because his cousin burned up his car from season oh, one. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's like the third it, car that Larusso had to oh, buy him. Shit. What's the name of that character? The one that it's not Louis. Uncle Louie. Is it Louie? Louie, I think. Oh, yeah, I think okay. It's cousin Louie. Yeah. Cousin Louie. But I just realized that saying, I'm like, oh, Cousin Louie, like my cousin Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Macho, one of his only other sort of like high profile roles. 
that can't be a coincidence. Out, yeah, uh, he's got outsiders. He's got outsiders, Karate Kid series, and and my cousin Vinny. That's really yeah. what else is he in? I mean, he's know? probably in stuff, but those are the things. And he always yeah. seemed like himself, kind of guy. Mm. Um, so he and Miguel are back with their sunglasses, and Cobra Kai is badass. You know, they're passing the other chicks, and he's like, "Don't pay attention, man. Look forward, be cool." And so Cobra Kai badass is back, and um, Miyagi Do is reopened with Robbie and Samantha as Daniel's first <laughs> students. Daniel and Amanda meet their quota at Larusa Auto. Johnny lays down the law to stop his students goofing off. That's Quiet. really remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> Quite good. Is this the one where he does the really loud, intense quiet? Because like a lot of times they're I short so. clip, like quiet. But one of them, he's like, what? <laughs> he really like lets rip on one this season. I can't remember. Um, I don't know. There needs to be a meme. I tried to find a meme earlier of that, and it's not out there. But there's not enough. Yeah, Cobra Kai um, gifts like that you can get on the iPhone like search thing. But we'll change that. <laughs> um. So I got it starting with Robbie finding his mom breaking in to get some pills he thought it was people breaking into oh, the house yeah. so he kicks the guy which has ended up her boyfriend which you're going to go to cabo which leaves him spending time at you know larusso's training and sam finds out that he's living alone so yeah when the up, lights off like she didn't pay the power bills and stuff and so he's yeah. like disgustingly eating like cereal with water and got oh, a flashlight yeah. and daniel shows up at his door it's very sweet so it's nice how they show that chip on his shoulder when he's coming into training. Um, and she's like, what's your problem? It's like, well, you don't know what's going on with his home life. But uh, Daniel starts teaching them the wheel technique so they can take on yes. more than one opponent at a time. And um, that's like yeah, the, well, him and Sam, uh, Robbie and Sam on. Um, oh, and Daniel gets the idea when because so Daniel's wife. So Daniel wants to start up like Miyagi-Do as a thing, like. As a as a school that students can go to. So in um in the first Karate Kid, like Daniel shows up to the tournament, which is like the only reason he agrees to the tournament is so that the guys won't kick his ass for a few months. That's right. Mr. Miyagi's bright plan. It's like let's fight in a ring, uh, and save you a few months of of getting beat up. And so they get there, and he's like, he doesn't have a belt, you know, <laughs> and he doesn't have a, a school. They so stole like, it, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, "What? Um, you know, what's what's your affiliation?" And he's like, "Miyagi Do." Like, he just like tag a do onto the name of his uh, of his yeah. sensei Shidoshi. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> which which what the fuck does Shidoshi mean if sensei is Japanese for teacher? I got to look that up. But um, but anyway, so Daniel's like making it into a thing, like this sort of Miyagi way of learning karate, and um. Uh, so he's like got a video out on YouTube where he's saying lessons are free. I don't know if he quite got to that place, but but anyway, he's trying to get students, and his wife has given him grief for not being at the business at the car dealership, and they they have this fun thing where they need to meet their quota quickly, and so he and his wife snap back into salesman mode, and it's kind of fun. But at the end of that, or somewhere in there, he sees um, like a tire that's changed or something, kind of rotating, and in true like Miyagi fashion of like finding these things from real life he he gets this idea to put sam and robbie on a circular 
uh, float like wooden float. Yeah, it's like in the middle of uh, Mr. Miyagi's koi pond, and uh, and so as they move um, on either side of this circular sort of flotation thing, I don't know. It's made out of wood though, so I don't know how it floats, but whatever. <laughs> it must have no bottom anyway. The they they have to be very mindful of how the other is moving with their back to each other. So the idea is to figure out like how you can sense your your partner's movements. It's very cool. It's very like Miyagi type approach to um, self defense, and uh, that was and really the big fun theme. <clears throat> yeah, yeah the, balance. Yeah, yeah. The big Daniel's theme of like, balance. Balance is my thing. <laughs> balance in his work life and home life, and then karate with the two working together. Uh, and then over the Cobra Kai gym, they're working in a dump truck and learning that they need to work together as well. But yeah. there's this, if you don't stop moving, you're going to be cement. So yeah, Johnny gets to... a friend of his to loan him a cement truck <laughs> and then <laughs> put the kids inside Yeah, to like, so that they have to sort of work together to move the, what do you call that thing? Is that a centrifuge? Uh, just, I, I don't know. The, the, this container that the cement's in. in yeah, because it's always got to it's always got to rotate so the cement doesn't settle. So it's it's a part. Oh, but... it'll still settle even if it's moving. You're just oh, I think that's partly to add keep air on it, like or, oh. or I don't know something, but like it's a chemical reaction that causes it to cure. So it's gonna go. It has a time limit, and it doesn't matter how much you move it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have. I also looked up. I um, while you were talking, I looked up the difference between sensei and shidoshi, um, and actually, there's some other terms as well. There's um, uh, tell me if you've heard these shihan or soke. I've heard soke. Um, That's what I had to call my instructor in college, <clears throat> the one who had come up with this. Okay, art. so sensei, and this is a really deep dive. So sensei is used in karate styles, which if you remember, his father who taught him karate was a Japanese fisherman who got blown into China, right? And oh, that's yeah. where he learned karate. So he would have learned karate in there. And so that's why he's a sensei. A shidoshi is used in uh, nujitsu bujukan, and it means a teacher with a licensed fifth don or more. Um, oh, and they use that, it in other ninjutsu styles. That makes so, sense for Bloodsport because in the closing credits of like the <clears> Frank Duke story, or whatever, supposedly he starts his own um, style of fighting that he calls like Duke's Ryu or something like that. So, but it's something to do with that, uh, which I'm sure then doesn't involve the helicopter kicks that Van Dam was doing. But, <laughs> yeah. And, and a soke is uh, a soke is used in Japanese martial arts. So. Huh. Um, that would be the difference between those things. Excellent learning from, from the, the internet. internet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's excellent. So they they do prevail with the cement and uh, the story of not getting stuck. Crease is allowed to be vicariously watching. He's allowed to be a part of these, but he's not really a sensei yet. Yeah, or involved. I mean, like, they haven't. And he told. He said what he's gonna do. He sits and waits. Like, what does a snake do? They sit and they yeah. wait. And yeah, that's yeah. what he's doing. Like, he's he's. What's that hibernation term? He's just bromation. He bromation. Yeah, that's what he's going yeah. through right now. A brunation, maybe. Yeah. So he's brunation. just sitting there and in it's the cold. And <laughs> let, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 the bros could do it. Yeah. Uh, I have this note about. Um, 
I only have one note each for quotes and cool shit in number two, and that's my the quotes and callbacks is Johnny saying, "Class, we have a visitor, Mr. Diaz. Warm them up," <laughs> which is from you know all of the quotes and callbacks are literal like direct things from the other. And then isn't that where he's like fall in and they have no idea like, what yeah. that means? Yeah. yeah, in lines. You mean rows? Yeah. You mean? <laughs> Come back tomorrow and bring your checkbooks. <laughs> oh right, because yeah, Cobra Kai is blowing up because they won the yeah. Ali tournament. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The um, asshole twins. <laughs> isn't that what he calls them? It does make a value. Oh yeah, that that was a great. I loved all the terms for those two guys. Bebop and Rocksteady was really good. The Ginger Twins for the two redheaded kids. Yeah, yeah, uh, big red and yeah. God. But Crease does end up, or Johnny does. Crease says the right things to win Johnny's favor. Yeah, and he wants to go get some tall boys, and uh, it's it's during that that Miguel goes over to Johnny's and drops off some food. And sees that Robbie was his opponent, and that that's his son. Oh yeah, he sees the picture um, on his fridge, and so that's starting to evolve. Um, what else happened in that episode? The two things I had that we haven't talked about are, are just simple, like Johnny and Miguel's morning ritual uh, of like kind of getting ready for the day, and there's like cool music playing, and they're doing similar oh. shit, and then they fist bump in the in the parking lot. Just nice. <laughs> well, and then that's when Daniel, because Amanda reminds Johnny when they bring in Robbie to their house after he finds him in those poor living conditions. And they said, his mom's gone. We'll just bring him in. And she's like, he does have a father. And oh, that's yeah. when he goes to see Johnny. And there's Johnny with Crease. Oh, yeah. Daniel goes and, to see Johnny to say like, hey, you know, maybe your son could stay with you. But he sees he's with Crease. He's like, fuck this. I had no all. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's the end of uh, episode two, and it's like, all right, it's starting to. He's so fucking holier than thou, though. God, he pisses me off sometimes. Yeah, Daniel was very sanctimonious. Uh, Yeah. Um, I I did have a note that I was. It was just funny and fun to see him doing crane kick with customers to sell cars. (laughs) 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 And I got the I got this shirt like we the bride and I were. I noticed that it looks awesome. Yeah, I got a Cobra Kai uh, shirt because the bride and I were. We went to I don't know we were we were out shopping and I was like you know what would be fun? we're at the Mall of America because we live in near Minneapolis I was like that'd be kind of fun if there's like a Cobra Kai shirt I could wear on the show and so we go into Spencer's and there's a whole display um, oh my god I think I, no sooner did I say that I think she looked up I don't remember what it was but it was really like serendipitous the way it happened and then the but the display of all the Cobra Kai stuff at the top of it is um. I'll tweet out a picture of it with the episode. There's a, it was like LaRosso autos. We kicked the competition. It was like, literally, <laughs> it was like, it was a ad for the auto, you know, from the show, but they use it in the, in the display. It was very fun. <laughs> wow. But yeah, that's all I had for number two is as well. And I think I have, I've don't have a ton of stuff for three. So we might be able to do this episode thing. Let me do, yeah. um, I'll read episode three. All right. One of my two impressions. <clears throat> Fire and ice. Daniel puts out all the stops in an effort to recruit new students to be Hakido. Johnny reflects on some of the major relationships in his life and responds to Daniel's emotional efforts with his own. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was 
but that was my walking. Oh, oh, uh, the ice! Zone. It's gonna break. Fire and ice. <laughs> the ice is gonna melt. <laughs> Good call on that one. I yeah. didn't even think of that. Thank you for helping me out. <laughs> So, Moto, what are your notes on three? Um, shoot, I just had something. You, I I lost it after you said that. Um, I do that. It's all the it. Crease Crease uh talks about Daniel's ad and calls it an act of war. So it shows some of his oh, character yes. of yeah. the war mindset. He also yeah. threatens Daniel with war. I think in a later episode, or maybe it's the end of this one. Yeah, that one. Um, he he goes into the. Yeah, he meets um, him in his backyard in the dojo. Yeah, and says, like, yeah, this is uh, prepare for war. Right, yeah. Like yeah, Terry yeah. That Not- felt a little like uh, Happy Gilmore when the villain, uh, Shooter McGavin's going at Happy. He's like, you better be careful. You better watch your back. You know, <laughs> if you're not listening right, this something bad might happen to you. It was just like false idol threats. And then he's like, really? I just may. If we go in the hay, if we find some clay. <laughs> I think that's why I was so convinced that, that Terry Silva or Mike Barnes would show up at the end because, like, Crease disappears. And I was like, well, he must be then preparing for war. So, yeah, he really lays that on thick. <laughs> and uh, with the new free karate, which Daniel's advertising, he gets some people that are interested, but they're like, man. He's just trying to put us to work, paint his fence, clean yes. his cars. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I knew this car salesman was up to something. That and uh, yeah. they weren't buying into the Miyagi-Do ways. Once again, Cobra Kai's badass theory is winning over yep. uh, the general public, even though Daniel's trying to recruit from the, the uh, country club and people he knows, um, the badass Cobra Kai with the, you know, Daniel wanted to show him he could break all six Oh, nice. Yeah. But that was and, an exciting uh, callback just to, that they would bring <laughs> that up to me. <laughs> but yeah. And then, there's uh, a lot of fan service. Like there, it, it, oh, it's like 100%. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. And then uh, Cobra Kai breaks in and spoils their party. Uh, Daniel spends all the budget from the car dealership to make the commercial to get that spot. And it was only to be interrupted by Johnny with his fire, breaking fire. So uh, Cobra Kai outshines Miyagi-Do, even though Daniel tried to pull all the stops and money that he could to get his uh, gym or dojo up and going. Which is totally It's called not- a dojo. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait uh, that, when does that come up? Uh, it was from the wife or something. Oh, yeah. That. That's one of my favorite things from Boogie Nights is when, because when, uh, the the main character Dirk Diggler like feels like he knows karate even though he's never studied, and uh, he's he'll bring people around his like house is you know porn star palace and he go, brings them into his bedroom. He's like, "This is my dojo." It's like, well, yeah, the bedroom, but yeah, it would have been. Um, this that, that's the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, that seemed like the main. Uh, thing of that episode what did i have here the oh the demonstration with the uh when sam and robbie came out and were demonstrating and uh, daniel did a little bit of uh breaking some boards i think that was a little reminded me of fumiko demira and his presentations he would do out in california and how he recruited students oh, i found yeah. out that 
that it wasn't just Fumiko, but uh, it was also a uh, a real teacher from J- Japan um, that the Miyagi character was based off of. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was the? <laughs> I had heard the because there's the. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but Moto hit this to me years ago. The uh, it's called the real Mr. Miyagi, I think, and it's about oh yeah, um, who informed. Uh, a lot of like what Pat Morita would adopt for the Miyagi character. Um, I watched that documentary. It's short. It's not that long. Yeah, it's great. And, uh, yeah. and it, it, it has a lot of that, like instead of showing clips from the film, it uses that home video rehearsals from John Avelson that's on YouTube. But who's the, who is the other uh, sensei that it's based on? His last name, uh, Miyagi, no, Goru Shojin Miyagi. Oh, um, no, that's that's the type of karate they were practicing, or that's the type that this Miyagi guy. There's a real sensei, or there's a real Japanese um, martial arts practitioner that they based this off of with Fumiko. But that presentation they did on uh, the Cobra Kai reminded me of what Fumiko would do to pick up students uh, in California. So it's like was ah, it a little like throwback or something. The the katas and stuff they were doing like. Is that the one from Karate Kid Three? I feel like anytime the the kids are or 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 Daniel are just kind of doing forms and movements, katas. It's the it one seems from to be the exact yeah, which yeah. that alone like got me. Like when I, I saw the three of them doing that, I think even in this like overblown presentation, I was like, oh, that, the kata from Karate Kid Three. <laughs> and he like does it in the ring in that part. Oh my god. Anytime Mr. Miyagi is even like referenced, I fall to pieces. Yeah. Like in this. Yeah. Um, he he's has such a presence here, even though he's not there, and he created such a the such a um, noble character. I, I don't think it's maybe it is this episode. Oh no, it's coming up. I maybe it's all the all in episode. But when he sees that fisherman on the beach and like doesn't know what to do and like uh, Yeah. Uh, and you, he, where he ends it, where he's like, you know what, you remind me more of my friend than I thought. Like, uh, oh, yeah. it, yep. it's just like perfect. That was perfect. I cried a lot during that one, and uh, even the over the top where he's like holding the picture at the end, and he's like, I thought I was uh, doing yeah. like, like you know, like he says he's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Shit. This is. I think three is three is the episode where we also have the one of the many moments of like really over the top levity and great fun is when Johnny discovers the internet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we we yeah. touched on, but I have uh, my little like bullet points of like what he searches when he, when somehow he learns yeah. the internet, he searches babes, he yeah. searches yep. wet t-shirt, iron eagle <laughs> and blood sport. <laughs> yeah. I almost wore my blood sport t-shirt for that. Oh, oh man. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, know you I, had a blood sport t-shirt. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Shamrock got it for me for Christmas. Wicked. Um, that one that came in the VHS pack. Yep. Sweet. I didn't. I I hid mine so you didn't see it. So oh. You got yours from our sister. But um, and the, I had here where he was saying, "You don't need defense. You need more offense. Don't be a pussy." And he's yeah. like, "Good American karate way of the <laughs> fist." And then they're like, put like Thunderstruck underneath it. It's like, I don't think we can afford that, Sensei. He's like, yeah, I got the cassette in my car. (laughs) 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 So total fun stuff that we're not talking about as well. 
Yeah. I'll throw it in there. Oh, I here's where I have a little then window of episodes where I wasn't keeping very careful track. This is not the one. This is not the diner, right? Episode um, must be. This yeah. must not be. Or it would have been the last one, I think. But um, no, like hash brown cobra kai. Yeah, this is hash brown cobra kai. Oh, is that the name of the episode? No, no. It's this still is fire and ice, says. right? I think the. Yeah, we're on fire. I think the uh, diner episode is in the moment of truth. The next episode. Oh, when, okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, because that's when he finally confronts Johnny about knowing who Robbie is, and yes, and Crease okay. warns warns Johnny, don't let him get away. Like he's your star pupil. He's yeah. like doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Like you need to make sure that he stays as close to you as possible. Which, which once I, again, is not the right motive. It, it no. It, <laughs> To it, like it, get your son back in good relations is like it doesn't look good. It, it's, it, yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But I think if there was any moment where I thought maybe Crease is actually turning it around, it was at this time. Like this is when he was the most convincing, where he's like, because it's easy to like, but to not think of it. Like, wait a minute, that's not a good motivation to like go get him. Like. Yeah. You just like you see him trying to encourage Johnny to go mend this thing that's be- between, yeah, him, right. So which he should address, and is yeah, yeah. So and then that's what results in him taking taking Miguel out to that diner, and given that really, goddamn, is it such a Ooh, like emotional yeah. performance? Yeah, that was like a real turning point for johnny's character and and for zapka as a as an actor um in the series like there was just like there was no irony no like that could have played into a straight up like oscar drama type thing like the way that he approaches certain scenes was so touching and so just played straight and authentically oh i was uh, i was yeah i was like holy shit and that just kind of continues not like every show every episode but he pulls it out a handful of times yep. where they really give him that that space to like sh- shine and show like true goodness you know that he's yeah. capable of and, oh it was and a real, wonderful uh, I, I i shouldn't reference it but when he's talking with tommy at the campfire and tommy oh. says He's like, you got what I don't have. He's like, you have time. Yeah. And you yeah. still have time. And he talked about Allie, I think. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Good, yeah. And then he finished. He says, you can do it. He said, you're the champ. And it was like, oh, oh yeah. that was touching. It was like, yeah. And then he kind of like believed in himself again. Like, I am the fucking champ, you know? <laughs> and that's what yeah. gave him the courage to finally stand up to crease when he gets back. You know, like. Good yeah. point. Well, and I, you know. I just heard a clip from the original movie today, like listening to, to some interviews and stuff on the way home. And I heard that moment. So they asked like Billy Zabka, they asked everybody, like, what was your favorite moment from all of this? And he's like, my favorite moment, like filming was probably like the first scene I filmed in the first movie, which was my first scene in a movie ever, which is when I pull up, you know, uh, to the beach scene on the motorcycles with the other Cobra Kai. Back in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, um, he's like, I didn't know how to ride a motorcycle or anything like that. And, you know, we'd worked on it and it all kind of paid off and felt really cool. But they played the clip and it's like, I, and I think it's Tommy. That's tricky because it's like, there's a Tommy and a Bobby and a Johnny. They're all <laughs> but, E's. Yeah. yeah. They're all E names. Yeah. And Dutch. And Dutch. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Allie, Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but 
Tommy goes like, Don't, who are you kidding? You're still the ace degenerate. And I, that was the first time I ever put it together that ace degenerate, like the title in, of the first yeah, Cobra Kai, was him. But he also says in that moment, he's like, ex degenerate. It's like the end of a summary. He's like, I'm turning over a new leaf senior yeah. year. It's like, I got one year to make it work, and that's what I'm going to do make it work. And it's like set up as this, like, if, yeah, he's set up as this villainous character. But if you just take that statement and you see it now, uh, knowing like having the affection for Johnny, we've grown to have through this series, especially season two. I don't know. It hit me differently. You know that uh, you're still the ace degenerate. He's like, no, 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 <laughs> ex degenerate. I'm on the straight and narrow now, which I feel like is something Johnny is frequently trying to do. <laughs> Absolutely, and then um, yeah, let's. So fire and ice. We basically got through fire and ice. Um, oh and and oh yeah and uh, I think we're into moment we're kind of jumped into moment of yeah. truth a little bit uh, and yeah well we've kind of well, lumped in like fire and ice between yeah. fire and ice and take it right so <laughs> take it right oh, sounds like a porn take title. a right take <laughs> a right, a right. I, I don't I don't take Shit. it in the back anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> double D knows that <laughs> I think moment of truth yeah the mo on the Karate Kid soundtrack. The, the the album for the 1984 film the first track is called moment of truth and it's by survivor it's like it's the moment of truth <laughs> you know that kind wow. of thing <laughs> um, yeah. i knew that was a call to something uh, a call back to something and that that must be what it is and and i think if i recall correctly like the there were I, we talked about this on the other episode that we did for karate kai where it was like right around that time rocky 3 which ultimately got Eye of the Tiger from Survivor, the same band. Um, like Eye of the Tiger was considered for Karate Kid, and and um, anyway, so. Uh, but yeah, I think that's where Moment of Truth comes from. Is a little reference, uh, other than like how it re references what goes on in the episode. I believe it's a little Easter egg to the soundtrack. Well, and Daniel, you know, Sam's like, "What are we supposed to do? Be flashy? Go pick a fight and film it?" And he's like, "I want to just do what Miyagi told me to do, and that's be honest, look them in the eye." Ask for their trust and earn it. Yeah. So, mm, yeah. Um, yep. Which obviously is something he's done in, in his uh, to to build the business of selling cars as well. Like it's like he really took Miyagi's philosophy, informed his entire life, you know, professionally and otherwise. Which is ironic, considering he's a used car salesman. You, but like, he, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but he says, "Gimmicks." But I think he approaches them in it the in door. Way. They don't sell cars. Yeah, says, gimmicks get them in the door. They don't sell cars. Right. But I think like I that's one of the things that I like about his character, this like this adult version of Daniel, is that like it, it prove it's kind of to hammer home the idea that is like cheesy and whatever that Miyagi Do teaching might sound like, uh or or saccharine sweet or vanilla, it works. In in the long run, like over the course of a a long time it's and gonna pay out more than I like, like doing it show, johnny's way i like how they show like the new I, I don't know if there's anything newer than millennials i'm sure there is but the new generation not wanting to put in work or the old miyagi way oh, of yeah. paint a fence yeah. and sand the floor and yeah so it's hard so they kind of make it modern of like that was hard back in the day it's really hard to do now or convince them yeah yeah well, and I, th I, I like too, and I think they played it up a lot more in this season. Like that, the characters 
Johnny and Daniel, and probably everybody, but mostly those two, uh, they have the same... Well, I think we're exposed more to Johnny's virtues than his flaws now. Than uh, like in the in the in the original movie, it's all about like his his bad behavior or, or his right. worse his lesser uh, qualities as brought out by Crease. But um, Daniel's, I, th- I think it's pretty cool the way that they've the writers have kept Daniel's character consistent in that he was like kind of a dick. Like he was always kind of a dick and a, and a temper, like kind of a, actually is he's like Dimitri is the most like Daniel <laughs> of the new crop of kids. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, and I think it's pretty cool the way that that we see that develop in the way that he kind of struggles with him. And I think it kind of a realistic way where he's like a little bit patient, but at the same time, it's like when you come up against people who reflect things that you don't like about yourself, you're extra frustrated by them because you're, yeah. like, and whether you know it or not. You're just, <laughs> well, and I think that just Dimitri is easy oh, to get yeah. frustrated with. He's like he is, he is the Sheldon Cooper of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of Cobra which I Kai. argued, which I argued Chubbs could, if you made a cartoon character of Chubbs, it could be that. <laughs> Yeah, they facet or mix that with Stewie, the Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the football to kill the world. And... Yeah. Oh, is that a pond? How much does that cost to maintain? Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> is that a koi pond? How much? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, this is also when we meet uh, Tori with an eye when she challenges uh, the main, s- the champion Miguel. Yeah. Uh, Tori with a Y. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, which is, um, yeah, Vine Blower, Allie with an eye, Schwarber, totally That's cool. Uh, her daughter is kind of, a, like I said earlier, a hellion. Um, she wanted to challenge the champ. Nobody else wanted to challenge the champ. She says, I will, and actually throws him around a little bit after she gets thrown around a little bit. So that starts the Miguel uh, interest of getting over Sam by this new badass chick, Tori. Which we have no idea, yeah, the other part of it, but um, yeah, so that's another main character um, that comes out at this part of the series, and uh, of course they go to the beach club, and then that's where Robbie sets up the phone. He knows Sam thought that uh, Tori had stolen the bottle of vodka, so she stole her mom's purse. Robbie's like, I know, I my buddies, I used to steal stuff from here. Oh yeah. And sets up his phone and uh, was almost gets caught, but Daniel actually comes up like the new Miyagi on the beach. Oh yeah, the rest ass. Yeah, and then Robbie happens to catch it on his phone, which becomes they were going to use it as advertisement, but then they don't. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because Prissy totally Daniel fun. says it's not right. <laughs> yeah, what did he say uh, down there? But uh, Miyagi knows oh. about defense, not about getting rewards. Yeah, there you yeah. go, something like that. Yep. And is this yeah. the one where uh, Dimitri then shows up where he's like, when the student is ready, the teacher appears like that old adage, but like Dimitri tries Cobra Kai uh, again, yes. I think, and it doesn't work out. This is where he got punching. assaulted at the beginning. Yeah. So he's like, I need a new way. My, all my friends, my best friend turned into a jerk, alpha jerk. Is yeah. What he said about Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. But it was so cool seeing the transformation of Hawk. Yeah, we were uh, all on board yeah. for that in the first season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even there's even times. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. Well, there's even times when Dimitri um, is the jerk. You know, when he calls, he talks about the uh, 
bedwetting to about oh, yeah. Eli in front of her. Right? The, there. Yeah. That, really all of that was really shitty. And yeah. well, that's the kinda... drinking, you know, at the party, and and yeah. So I think that they they timed it all really well. Uh, but Tori was the big addition in this because that became Sam's nemesis when they yeah. she was trying to hang out with Aisha. Aisha and her were finally mending, and then Tori happened to push her into this chocolate pudding and made a big scene, yeah. and that starts the riff right there with the between the two girls and yeah tori's out that. to like tori's out to get sam the same way johnny seemed to be out to get daniel and uh karate kid it seems like the thing that's so frustrating is like i feel like if sam just knew that it definitely was not tori who stole all that shit like i feel like that's almost like a continuity thing that somebody would have told her oh no the all of the wallets and purses were under the stairs because of these people from his past and then she would have, I, I feel like she was the type of person, she would have apologized to Tori. She would have went out of her way to oh, at yeah, least try to apologize oh, yeah. to her. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like that was a big part of the series in the first season. And I think they shifted away from it a little bit in the middle. And I know the bride was having trouble with it. She called it the gift of the Magi syndrome to where, you know, like people were just um, both trying to do the right thing, but ultimately kind of not, it's, it doesn't work out. Um because of some sort of misunderstanding, like constantly, yeah. Uh, yeah. that was that yep. was the, that kept happening, and, and like I, it didn't bother me that much, but I did notice, like, oh, this is like, so I was glad when they kind of broke out of that, but uh, it it does still kind of play. But I know that that's intentional. I think with the writing and stuff that that it's all this idea of perspective, uh, sure. because that's how the whole Karate Kid sort of and the dichotomy of like how we view someone as a hero or a villain according to what we know about them and what they know about each other and assumptions that they make and yeah and that, yeah. I, I think uh it's kind of like tori is kind of she's the one that's where Allie was really privileged in the first one in karate kid yeah now yeah. it seems like things have changed where Tori's more like Daniel of the original Karate Kid, where he's less fortunate, and Allie was the family up on the hill. Yeah. Uh, where now Sam's up on the hill, which is Daniel's daughter, and yeah. Allie's daughter is down the hill. Which it's oh yeah, man, this whole Fuck, series they do that is so and, much. And Johnny's son too being the one like in the in the house with the the lights shut off, you know. Yeah. And then getting to live in the Larusso home, it feels like you know there was a time when Daniel lived with uh, Mr. Miyagi. Uh, and Karate Kid Three, I guess it was. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then uh, the I have here where Amanda says to uh, Robbie when they almost get thrown out of the beach club, he says, "It's everyone makes mistakes. It's was it? I lost it. We all make mistakes. What we do is what we do next." Um, oh, yeah. Because they were talking about his past and the mistakes that he made in the beach club is almost getting kicked out. But then he oh, goes yeah. to try to save yeah. it. Um. Yeah, he said like he was very forthright and saying like I I don't know if I should go in here with the Larussos. He tells I think like Mrs. Larusso, it's like I when I was before I knew you guys I was not the most upstanding citizen. And then she says that thing to him that yeah. And then um, I don't know. It seems to be about for that episode. Eventually, Johnny kind of finds out about Crease not do, being off so well off, and oh, you know, wants yeah. to give him what he feels is his due respect as being sensei again in Cobra, the Cobra Kai dojo, mm -hmm. which is really his undoing. Yep. Uh, yeah. So Johnny shows getting... mercy on, uh, crease and 
Yeah, Chris doesn't believe in that. <laughs> well, and this is this is still a moment of truth, right? I think uh, so. So this yeah. is like the defining moment that like sets in motion the later events. This is really, uh, in my yeah. opinion, too, like where where the season picks up, where it like yeah. hooks you is in this episode, I think. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it sets up the whole rest of the season. Hence the moment of truth. Like the, like, you know, Sam crosses the line with Tori and like, there's no redemption in Tori's eyes for Sam at that point. Um, Johnny increase. Oh, yeah. Like he finds out about Crease's situation and that he was making all the shit up and like decides to give him a second chance, which he comes back to. He cycles back to later on in the season and regrets that second chance. And it's the tension of when they fight each other. They're yeah. like demonstrating, but they're trying to get the oh, best of each other. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the conversations between Daniel and Johnny at yeah. the uh, restaurant. Yeah. yeah, I had a but, I had a note about that, which I think I had it in the next episode. But like I said, there's a moment in that demonstration yep. where he puts him in the chokehold, and I was like, I had a physical reaction to that because I was like, you know, you flash back to the they do this a lot in the show where they literally will flash back to like scenes yep. from the movie. They didn't do it here, but like it's so easy to picture that thing where he's just like choking him out, and they even characterize like in these shows, like he was trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did jump to the next episode all in because that's the all in move. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, here, let me try this one more. I don't know if other and this is a, not an impersonation I've tried before. All right. Uh, Daniel struggle to help a new student learn. <laughs> I don't know if this is wise. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, probably no. not. No, <laughs> I was trying to do my best. With <laughs> reality, but... You're going to get called out yeah. just like Daniel did. Reel it back. As a, yeah. as a white man, we do not get to we do not get to do ethnic. No. I wish I could do a good like Pat Morita. <laughs> like, yeah. Pat Morita is much more like Miguel makes a new connection. Oh, yeah. Like, Pat Morita is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, oh. I'll take it back. So I'll just read it straight, and then we'll reserve. <laughs> unless you got a, unless anyone's got a, oh. got one to. Oh. No, go for it. All in, yeah, all in, bro. Actually, what I'll try. Uh, you know what? I'm, I've never tried this either. <laughs> Not really, but uh, uh, all in sounding like a porn thing. I'm gonna try my best, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay. <laughs> From Boogie Nights. <clears throat> Daniel struggles to help a new student learn. <laughs> Miguel makes a new connection while Johnny tries to prepare a relationship. Oh, tensions between the two dojos built to a breaking point. <laughs> it's not great. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You tell me I look like Han Solo. <laughs> All right. All right. Nice. Anyway, so that's what we're now we're into all in, which I think is where that demonstration happens. Um, starts with Hawk, and they show a flashback of uh his mom calling the school and she's going to oh, make an announcement yes. to leave him alone. And, yeah. Which we saw, uh, I think in season one, right? We see the announcement. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just, it's not quite spelled out the background of it, but you put it together. It has come to our attention that some of you have been making fun of a particular student's facial scars and it cuts. It's like, yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. Yep, and then they cut to present day, and he's got the hawk tattoo, and he's badass. He's Cobra Kai. He's got Moon as a girlfriend. I don't know if he still has Moon as a girlfriend still, 
But yeah, uh, no, yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I think it's what happens in this episode that changes that. Yeah, because he he keeps having the the riff with uh, Dimitri. Yeah. Um. Once again, they end up at Applebee's. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's tends to be the place where they go. Uh, they must spend some dough with them. Help build the Miyagi Dojo. Thank you, Applebee's, for building the Miyagi Dojo. Yeah, Listen, two episodes from now, they'll be at a fucking roller rink. Find a roller rink in 2019. Like, where <laughs> where your yeah. roller rinks exist? At least, they're they're, at, least, at least Applebee's are real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have good wings. Yeah. And a piece of lime chicken. Oh, yeah. Half price apps. Uh so Miguel's Miguel's thinking about going all in with Sam, trying to get Sam back, and at the same time Tori's going all in with Miguel, trying to reel him in. That's what's going on with that. Uh, all sounds that way. Things we shouldn't be saying about kids, but I know what you mean. I think. <laughs> oh, referencing the title. Go hide the plantain on your own time. Hide the plantain. <laughs> That's that on my great list. Great callback to season one. Where he's like banana. We in my country we call them bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Hawk learns of Dimitri's bad Yelp review. Oh and, yeah, know, snitches get stitches. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh he's looking to get retribution for that. Um, Dimitri is starting to get some lessons from Daniels, but they're not sinking in. He wants to learn karate with no contact or any physical movement or. <laughs> Do you have any workbooks or right. <laughs> see I want to learn how to kick and punch without actually being kicked or punched? Yeah. Dimitri. <laughs> I, I I think I don't know if it was from this episode. I think it might have been from the last that I wrote it down, but I liked that the that Daniel kind of connected with Dimitri or Bond a little bit over Game of Thrones like trivia. Yeah. I yeah. That was cute. Um, when Dimitri mentions uh, this time travel movie, uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, course, yeah. Yeah, oh so. is this episode five? Yeah. Because he talks about Patrick Swayze. Because oh, he, yes. he talks about because his middle name is it's uh, uh, Robbie Swayze, whatever. What's his last name? Uh, oh, that's right. And he's like, yeah, my mom was a huge Patrick Swayze fan. Which, when I get so loaded, dancing. I will I will say I'm Swayzeed. Oh, and then and then, <laughs> I, and then like people ask me how I'm feeling, and I will send them a particular picture. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Patrick Swayze, know. I'll find it. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, that's great. I don't have very many notes from this particular episode. Um, I do have this one that when Hawk chases after Dimitri in the mall. They play um, mm-hmm. "No Shelter" from from the no first. No shelter, which is the yeah, one. It's, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, when he gets chased down from the skeletons and got the cuckoo run. Yeah, that's when when Daniel has his basically his last run in with the Cobra Kai crew and and Mr. Miyagi saves him. But that's the one. Like as a kid, that scared me because the has real like high stakes like he antagonized them they're wearing skeleton costumes and you hear this song play as they chase him down but then when they beat him it's like super like scary like they play the scary music his reactions are pronounced and and then i learned later in life that like the writer's intention is that 
no mercy meant to kill Daniel. And it still scares the shit out of me. So when I heard that song play as Dimitri is getting chased by Hawk, I'm like, oh, same way as when Kreese choked Johnny, I had like this physical fear uh, reaction. Anyway, yeah, they but, have him cornered. Yeah. And uh, Dimitri makes it to the, uh, the food court, which is where all the fights happen. <laughs> and, uh, and Sam and Robbie come in just in time to use their wheel technique. Yeah. I taught them to beat up more than one opponent at yeah. a time. They can fight back and, to back. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So they get it on footage. Of course, everyone's got cell phones. That's modern day stuff of fights, pulling out a cell phone and watching it. And so that was cool for the Miyagi Do and, um, Dimitri, uh, yeah, that's right. That's when they but they bonded over Game of Thrones because, you know, Sam and Robbie kicked ass and Dimitri just ran. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and they uh, they start to bond and Dimitri starts to take, I guess, the lessons more to heart. Maybe after that, um, and they start to. Yeah, I think it takes a while. Like Daniel tries to do the thing, um, like I had mentioned before here in, in the interview about who's what was their favorite moments in the films and John and. William Zaka's was that first scene on the bikes, but um, Ralph Macchio's is the scene where like the karate comes together from all of the paint, the fence and everything. And so there are times in this where he tries to do that with Dimitri and you, you're thinking, Oh shit, it's going to be amazing like that. And it's not like Dimitri doesn't get it. So I think it's like twice that they do it and it doesn't work out. And then eventually like it starts to, but they take it really slow and you start to, see like a different way of that fold unfolding i, was, I thought that was kind of nice and it's i think it's like in the larusso home when that happens like after the big brawl and uh let's see hawk <laughs> hawk is getting upset i mean he's getting beat you're seeing hawk get beat up yeah and dimitri's getting away and they're having their their trouble so he's talking about nerd shit and he's getting real pissed off so moon decides to break up with hawk so there goes this hot girlfriend who's Hot, by the way. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> you hot? All ages. I mean, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then that's when Hawk goes in and starts beating the shit out of that bag. And oh, Chris yeah. is like, yes. It's it's almost like Star Wars and the evil. It's like, yes, yes. I've been waiting for you to get this evil. Right. That's and right. he says, the fight's only over when you say it's over. And that plants the seed in Hawk's head of revenge. Um. And then, but then it shows Johnny and Carmen. Um, meeting oh, Carmen up. is Miguel's mom. Yeah. Yes, it, and she was talking about the, these the feud with Daniel and uh, and it is funny how when he explains the stories that Daniel's always a real jerk. Yeah, it sounds like a real jerk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but he, she said that you know yet in situations like this she's seen it before and someone has to be the bigger man and walk. And rise above, uh, or walk away, and um, that's how the episode ends. Is with Daniel b- busting in the dojo. I forget why. Uh, oh wait, is that the next episode where he says he's going to be the bigger man and turns down a fight with Daniel in front of all of his students, uh, trying to show show the lesson he learned. But oh um, yeah, once again gives Crease more leverage and. Uh, taking more control of the dojo mm-hmm. it's yeah, so complex finding, i mean oh my gosh <laughs> us is i don't know watching it is a lot more interesting than it's <laughs> just getting complex. to relive it I, yeah it, it, no, no all of this yeah. is it, like it's 
it's just fucking amazing storytelling and really like i don't know nails that karate movie style set in the valley with teenagers like modern day millennial teenagers or i guess I, they would be zennials or whatever with the yeah i was just saying I, don't know what the... I read this there's two notes from the creators um that i thought i'd bring up because it keeps coming up the modern tale in the valley and they said they were saying like season two was always intended to be dojo against dojo fighting for the soul of the valley <laughs> oh man that's so awesome so the awesome. other thing, the other thing that they said um, was this rivalry of two men and, and Daniel and Johnny, who have let their philosophies and resentments carry down, carry like pass down to the next generations. So that's interesting because it's not just like the good philosophies, but they're also passing down like their resentments and the things that they've held on to uh, as part of their intention. The the writer's intention, I mean, which we see borne out in the second half of the season. Also, um, if you. If you go to the chat, you will see a link to, to, oh, the, yes. to the photo of Patrick Swayze that when I am drunk. So my bachelor party, <laughs> when I arrived, uh, they like out. I <laughs> I started pounding them, and like twenty minutes after we arrived, like Ash sends a text. She's like, "So are you excited? <laughs> are you excited to go out and like have a good time?" And all my reply was was this photo. And she's like, she's like, seriously already? You just got there. Yeah. Can somebody pull it up? I can't. I see pull, it. I got it oh. pulled up. So this is the picture that Palmer shared with us when he's when when you call it sway. Like, how drunk are you? Like, I'm swayzy. Oh, I'm swayzy. I'm swayzy. <laughs> I'm swayzy. This yeah. glorious image with the pond from Roadhouse behind him. <laughs> we'll tweet it out with the. I'll tweet it out with the the episode. Uh, that looks like you have it under yeah, control. Yeah. That looks. Like, oh, he's got it. Oh, fucking Dalton. Oh, man, that, never that, drunk, that, man. Listen, when I am schwazied, I am. Yeah. That is who I am in my head. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh man, Palmer, do you have any other uh, notes on the first five? I was. I'm. I'm needing a bathroom break, and I thought we're midway through season, so we could. Uh no, I. I mean no. I dig the Wayne's World where they were waiting when they're at the play set and they uh, she has some set for the planes to go over their head, which is very oh, much a Wayne's oh, World yeah. reference. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and then they kiss. Yeah. That was cool. Ends with the vandalism of Hawk at the Miyagi Dojo. Oh, and takes yes. The Medal of Honor. Jesus. Steals the Medal of Honor. That's why he comes rushing in the dojo. That's why you rush in a dojo. Take the Medal of Honor. Oh, that was You don't rough. earn a Medal of Honor by stealing. Oh. Yeah, that's that that was really disturbing for me. The whole Medal of Honor arc was very disturbing for me. Yeah, and when Hawk he said really it, oh, turn. the break in his voice was just like, oh. yeah, yeah. Who said that? I can't remember who said that. Is it Johnny? He, that it was that? Daniel. When, Daniel? Yeah, when he finds that like empty, the broken frame, and he's like, they took his like, they took his Medal of Honor, yeah. and like, oh. and they spray like, painted the spray painted the car, and he just hopped in the car and went straight to Cobra Kai. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. Pow. Yes, yes. That's yeah. right. Well, it's one of those things too. Like Mr. Miyagi never ever boasted about anything, and I, I remember too that in the early part of this season, like Daniel was saying, like if Mr. Miyagi are around, he would just tell me to forget about all this karate and focus on what's important, like my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like the only reason Daniel even know about that Medal of Honor is because, like, on the anniversary of his wife's, you know, death and stuff, he got drunk and passed out, and Daniel 
turned up to the right. house and met Mr. Miyagi didn't know he'd be there and he was passed out and Daniel's just like kind of snooping around and discovers that all but it's not like Mr. Miyagi that, ever said like hey I've got a medal so, of honor because he was so <laughs> conflicted because he was out there fighting for his country while his wife and son was dying in an internment camp in the desert in a, in America you know because yeah. they were Japanese like yep. what, and Daniel was the one to get it framed he was right, the one to right, it right. Frame for him yep Yes, but, yes. But this is like Mr. Miyagi's like this a little is... like he doesn't know what to say when he sees it. Okay. Right. He's got to pee. He's, he's this gonna... is the turning point. Halfway there and it gets Halfway... interesting. Yep. It gets yeah. interesting. All right. We got three fucking viewers. Two of them are probably me. Don't fucking go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. regular segments but there was three three things she popped off with that made me uh bring to the table a cobra kai themed shit the bride says all right oh nice shit the bride says features selections from the clandestine twitter page i started in 2010 to document the things my wife says that make me laugh so hard i have to stop everything and preserve them she, of course, denies any and all association with the Twitter page from which these quotes are read. However, as the editor of said page, I can assure you, everything repeated here was most certainly said by the bride. I think nice. uh, this was towards the end of watching things last night, or maybe as yes, she was kind of reveling in it after. She, my wife says, why aren't there more nut shots in karate? And I was like, I think, I think there often are. And she goes, if I did karate, I'd only do nut shots. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, at some point, I I said to her, I was like, Are you a good Cobra Kai or a bad Cobra Kai? And then she goes, Which one are the ones that do nut punches? <laughs> the good ones or the <laughs> the good ones or the bad ones? I'm in the nut punch dojo. <laughs> Right. Oh, speaking of which, I was just realizing you probably can't really see it, but I changed into my other T-shirt I got for today, which is the Miyagi Miyagi oh, yeah. Do Karate Dojo oh. T-shirt. Oh, nice, oh. perfect. It Here. says um, balance. Here, I got you. Uh, talking, talking, talking. So it's got the bonsai tree, and it says, uh, "It's." Uh, I think it says the the place. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Reseda, comma Okinawa. So it's both Daniel and. Uh, oh, wow. And Miyagi. Well, also Miyagi lived in Reseda. <laughs> uh, yeah. It says "Wax on, wax off" on the very bottom. It's wow. like a kind of a tagline, and it says "Established 1984," which is basically when he said, "You know, like uh, Miyagi Do." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Valley Tournament. Yes, but the but the bride would be in the Nut Punch Dojo, and yeah. then. <laughs> 
Um, we capped off the night by watching uh, one of our other favorite shows, which is AP Bio, which is a network show on ABC or sorry, NBC rather, but like so much more. Uh, I can't like edgy than anything you would think would be on network television. I think it was, I talked about it maybe on my favorite best of episodes or best of things, things I liked most in 2018. Uh, I don't remember which episode that is, but I talk about the show more. Um, it, it, but part of it is like a guy teaching a Harvard, uh, an ousted Harvard professor teaching high school AP bio in rural Ohio, but he, what refuses to teach bio to the kids and is always on Nemesis uh, missions to like get back at people who wronged him. <laughs> um, so there's a scene in that show that where uh, the character Jack Griffin um, threatens a student who like saw him in a weakened state. He's like, if you tell anyone and the kid's like, I know I'll fail the class. He's like, no, you'll get a murder. <laughs> you will get a murder. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> And so just like Crease, you know, you can't assault a minor, but the bride, the bride was like, can I do that as a teacher? And I was like, no, you cannot threaten the student's life. And then under her breath, she just goes, I think I know which kind of Cobra Kai I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. She got she, in the spirit of the show. Like after talk all. about Nemesi, like it, <clears throat> your marriage is like a fine dancer. That's just like, you gotta be, you gotta be on your fucking toes, just like yeah. the, and then like nipple twerking and yeah. the like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I feel like it's a, I mean, it's a constant um, discussion of what is and isn't acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe I'll give her like an extra hard time or be extra sensitive. And then I'll literally remember it's like, okay, like, like actually 10 minutes ago, she went out of her way and out of her comfort zone to like say something super nice or do something super nice. Um, but even myself, like, like little things can get overshadowed. And then so, but there's a, yeah, she right. She makes, she makes that balance happen, man. She balances, wow. balances me out and balances out like the, that, that kind of stuff with like really nice things. I don't tell you about. <laughs> that she would never want me to tell you about <laughs> which the, yeah the kindnesses and such <laughs> which Odo probably doesn't want to hear but i would i would listen to I'm, yeah. I'm, I, those are the things i would be threatened yeah. vengeance upon <laughs> yeah how dare you tell anyone about my kindnesses <laughs> kindnesses are for the week <laughs> that's a different web page that's a different yeah. twitter yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have like the snake though, like chrome, so it really pops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, like thunderstruck under it. Yeah, thunderstruck. <laughs> Hash brown, Hash brown, Kobukai. Yeah. <laughs> then send it to the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 hop back into it uh, with episode. Was it six? Right. Yeah. Take a right. Take a right. Take a right. Oh, I Sometimes just got where that take a right. I just got where that title comes from. Um, uh, so I'll just read it quickly with no accent, unless someone's got an accent. Um, oh, I could. No, this is too short to waste my one of my two accents <laughs> or, or impressions rather. Take a right, episode six, uh, season two. Johnny goes for a ride with some old friends. Crease continues to exert his authority at Cobra Kai. It's pretty simple, but the old friends in question are other members of cobra kai that we know from the first karate kid movie yeah. the actual Tom, guys. 
Yeah, the actual guys. Tommy, get him a body bag, Tommy. Um, Bobby. Uh, Bobby was the one to kind of ha- take the most pity, I think, on Daniel. Like when he he's the one in the skeleton scene or whatever. He's like, leave him alone, man. He's had enough. That's bathroom door. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. I, I got in trouble. With I'll let really him know when he's had enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you, Johnny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's Bobby though, the one that was like, and and who also when he hurts Daniel in the tournament, it's like Daniel, I'm sorry. He's like crawling around by him. So Bobby kind of had a good heart, though he's the, also the one that tackled Daniel on the soccer field. And yeah. um, but whatever. But is he the one that turned into the preacher. Oh, maybe. Then there's one who Tommy I didn't was recognize. the Tommy was the get him a body bag. Tommy, yeah, put, yeah. Yeah. Then he's put in a body bag at the end of the episode. I, the bride oh. and I were both so <laughs> embarrassed that we didn't get that. Like she yeah. saw that somewhere yeah. online, and we we're like, "Oh, Tommy was put in a body yeah. bag. That's fucking awful." Yeah, he's but, a creep buff, Johnny. That's right. He said that, but he also—that's where the title I just realized takes his name from. In that scene where they pull up on the motorcycles, um, he says, "Tommy says, take a right, check it out," and that's what directs. Uh, Johnny's attention to the beach where Daniel is kind of fl- is flirting with Alan. Ah, and I. Um, nice. God, these guys never miss an opportunity to, for a callback. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and this was a great episode. Like such a wonderful surprise to see those guys. Where they kick ass in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so the guy with uh, earrings was, uh, he was dissing on Tommy in, the make a wish thing, and then they just cross the line, and then they just started kicking ass again. Yeah, ripped his gauge out. He ripped that guy's gauge. I out. saw that coming. Yeah. I was like, anytime you see an earring in a martial arts movie, you know it's like, coming out. Yep. <laughs> oh. the, um, but so the the general gist of the the episode, or how he reconnects with the Cobra Kai, um, his former Cobra Kai comrades, is that Johnny gets a text from one of them. I'm not sure which. And it turns out Tommy is in. Like he's about to die, I think of cancer, maybe or something like that. Yeah. And so they all go out to see him, and they get on motorbikes and um, reminisce and stuff, and ultimately get in a bar fight. And, uh, Which I was going to say is like that doesn't happen in real life. When you're in hospital, no. <laughs> you're in jail, uh-huh, you yeah. and the cops will arrest you. <laughs> like that, you're you are literally a prisoner. But I guess it's like you know they let you out for a day. That's supposedly. Or he sneaks well, out. Didn't he sneak out? No, they the, said that they okay at a twenty-four hour release because oh, okay. essentially, like, there's no going back. He's gonna die. Yeah, so kind of special circumstances. Yeah, um, fuck, man, that whole I. Every time you think that it's gonna go over the top with nostalgia, where you're just like, oh, <laughs> over the top, over the top. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to discuss? Yeah. Um, but that it's perfect. It it's so emotional that that last scene with them like having the conversation where he's like, "I had a thing for Allie," and it's like yeah. the first time they've referenced Allie the entire season so far. You know, is finally in episode six, and he's like, "I had a thing for Allie," and and you were always the guy. You always, you know, you're the champ, and fuck. Man, was that so good. It, it just, yeah. when I saw it coming, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so stupid. But 
it every time the show surprises me where it pulls it off where it's not every, all the things that i expect to be campy are really endearing and accurate. yeah that's a good way of putting it that's- and all the things that like should just be normal like yeah <laughs> they're, campy. <laughs> they're campy you know yeah, like it's kind of weird that way like the conversation he has with his landlord you're like oh my god who wants to hear him negotiate his rent that's fucking hysterical you know like <laughs> like yeah shake my hand and then we make new deal you know like, he's like but you're storing your shit in here you should be paying rent yeah <laughs> <laughs> all that, i own the building yeah that's all that's funny like and campy so yeah but yeah they get you i mean i was I definitely a tear-jerking moment for sure yeah and uh so uh, once again they they uh they, about making you care and just yeah um and all those so, guys tell them to turn away from crease that's the oh yeah yes like uh I like that like, when they said something. What was it like? You know, all of those like kind of reintegrating to the world after that no mercy bullshit or something. I can't remember how they put it, but they yeah. basically all just sort of suggest that they knew or like yeah that they had just basically cut ties with. Any, he you know, took it too far, and then while Johnny's gone, he teaches that to the new group of people because Johnny yeah. has now let him uh, take you know care of business while he's gone, and that's when he teaches them no mercy. And uh, Miguel's the only one to challenge him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, this is this isn't what Sensei is teaching us. And and uh, but yeah, this was the total bro episode. And I love the music that you played it earlier. I think when we started, like it, maybe maybe that was what, it, what the piece was. But it, it was this oh, yeah. when and Tommy and um, or sorry, with jo- Johnny and Tommy are talking. Uh, there's this around the campfire. There's really nice, like, I, I felt like it was like a guitar translation of some of the the flute, um, Karate Kid themes. Uh, well, I I have on here that it starts with the original score, and Daniel picks up as Daniel picks up the pieces. Oh, um, okay, yeah. That's I'm thinking of a slightly different thing. I, I I'm talking about um, not Daniel's not even there. Like around the campfire something that gets plucked out on the guitar or are you saying that it starts in a different scene with the original score and then transitions to the campfire scene you talked about the you talked about the flute and yeah that's when i was referencing the original bill conti score yeah but the part i play or i played at the beginning which is funny to me because it's something that like a reoccurring theme it starts with this music i think Yeah, it's one of the yeah. things. Is that like the episode you mean might start? Because I have a note about the episode starting with painting the fence. Like all the kids are like painting the fence, and oh, oh I mean, I think nice. episode one. It's like when they start with Johnny. Oh, they show Johnny, like, okay. Waking up on a bed with beer beside him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that the. So the problem is part of the theme that I'm thinking of that they play in this scene. Like I do think it's some sort of guitar translation of the flute, but um, 
I get a little confused from the there's certain music that is played a guitar from Rapid Fire, <laughs> the Brandon Lee uh, action film from 1992. Oh, um, no. But I think what they're doing, especially as they move towards the later part of the season, as I think that they're kind of introducing the Miyagi sort of theme to Johnny a little bit, like and translating it into the guitar kind of does that. Like, I don't know. This is just uh, something I suspect. Um, not hmm. not necessarily that he'll be, become like a student of Miyagi or something or Miyagi though, but rather just the influence of that um, type of energy. Uh, ah. I really like the whatever the even if it's not any of that, I really like the music that that was played in that scene around the campfire. Well, because he's he's turning around, he's he's trying to figure it out, and this is his he's like getting the help he needs and direction from his friends to say, "Get away from Crease, man." Yep. You're, yep. You don't help him get away from you, and uh, yeah, nice, nice pickup on that for sure. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of the the episode ends with the show must go on with by Queen. Yep. Oh and Tommy yeah. Tommy being put in a body bag. And I have I, one of my other few notes from this one is uh, is Crease saying to uh, mm. Holy shit! Actually, I have two things. So we have um. This is when Crease is kind of taking over, and then also there's the thing where I think a lot of Daniel students are are going to go to Cobra Kai because like they tore everything up and and they're just like fuck this, like we're that's right, we're beat by them. We're just going to go study with them. And um, the way that Daniel kind of catches them and turns them around, he says like, you know, the reason why I feel so passionately about this is because I was in Cobra Kai. Yeah. yeah, once Cobra Kai, always Cobra Kai. And he yeah. says, I know, yeah. I was a Cobra Kai. Yep. And when he first said that, I was like, oh, man, Daniel, why why are you lying? Like, I was disappointed. And then he starts to say, and I was like, holy Terry shit. Yeah. <laughs> he technically I, was in Cobra Kai. I <laughs> did Silver? the same thing. I was like, what is he doing? He's like, this is bullshit. And then it's like, oh, fuck. No, they're doing... They're doing three. They're doing yeah. fucking Karate Kid three. Yeah, <laughs> I was so like caught off guard by that. And he's like, "Oh, it was 1985," and that threw me at first too. But then I realized, like, "Oh yeah, those movies pick up where the last one left." They off, all so. flow like right, yeah. like it only takes place over the course of like really two years. You yeah, know? yeah. So that was pretty cool, like that callback. And then the other callback I had uh, was. Um, when Cree says to Tori, so I don't remember the context, but he says, do you have a problem with that? <laughs> Which, of yeah. course, is you know, what he says to Johnny when Johnny's like, kind of questions. Yeah. The no mercy. Guy. No yeah. mercy. He, treats, he teaches Tori no mercy, and she says, you know, so I'm at the fight for everything they have. And in the end, that's exactly what Tori does. No mercy. Yeah. And I got to yeah. say, man, when she calls her out over the intercom, Oh and man, she's like Dan, uh, Samuel LaRusso. I'm coming for you, bitch. <laughs> it's like, whoa, insane. Where yeah. the fuck are the grown ups in this school? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. She just like bellbowed one out of the way in that moment. But the last note I had for this episode was a yard full of students doing the Miyagi breathing technique. What was like. You know where they do the kind of hand yeah. in and out and stuff. I was so that's I was very happy to, to come see that. around. Yeah, it's coming around. So, <laughs> Miyagi does. Miyagi does taking shape, and jo- uh, Johnny's realizing that Crease needs to 
get out, get out of here, get lost. But it's yeah. too late. He's already taken over. He's already teaching his students, and which he set up. So now we're on episode seven. Somebody lull. Yes. To prepare his students, Daniel oh. gives new training methods a shot. <laughs> Miguel puts new lesson into practice. Johnny makes a tough but pivotal decision that affects Cobra Kai. <laughs> My Pacino. <laughs> All right. Very nice. <laughs> I think um, we've exhausted my impressions right now. It, no, you're doing good. I appreciate it. Um, the biggest <laughs> thing in this is Crease uh, saying that war never stops and peace is just the lull in between battles. And uh, But the final thing I have at the end here, which is a Palmer quote, but it's, we're done! Yeah. <laughs> we're done! Yeah. You should call that's me right. again! <laughs> Basically, that's what he did. Cross the line. We're done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> so, but uh, so yeah, it's oh they have the the Coyote Creek challenge in this one. Yeah, where there's uh he, he wants to see Crease wants them to be see the men of the boys or yeah um, separate the men from the boys or the or the girls as he he's trying to adapt it, a little bit. And we see a huge showdown between uh, Hawk and uh, Miguel. And Miguel finds out that Hawk is wearing Miyagi's Medal of Honor. Yeah. And that's crossing the line for Miguel. He's still in love with Sam. So he's, you know, ends up beating beating Hawk and winning, like, ruthlessly. This is, like, a pretty good battle in the middle of a woods, like, no rules. And Miguel thinks he's won. And right when he thinks he's won, Stingray, uh, yep, <laughs> Stingray comes out of no- nowhere and wins out the of challenge. a pile of leaves in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is where he waits, he, right? Like a snake. Yeah, he waits. Uh, yeah, it's great, Cobra Kai. It's, yeah, uh, which he also says, like that's the thing about a stingray is like we wait and we hide or whatever, and because uh, that's exactly what he did and. Man, at that point, that's when I'm like, okay, maybe this character has a little bit of potential. Because <laughs> well, uh, this guy's really popped into a lot of the periphery of um, characters uh, in some pretty prominent films recently. Like he was in I, Tanya, He was in yeah. Black Clansman. Yeah. Uh, and there was another one that I saw him in. And then this. And... Uh, I, I so when I first saw him, I'm just sure, like also, that's his name. Oh yeah, and uh, but he, man, yeah, he totally turned it around by the end of the season. I was really, again, well, again, since we're talking about him, I'm jumping ahead. But during the school fight episode, where he like during the school fight, he interviews <laughs> and gets a security guard job. Yeah. And instantly yeah. loses it by going and joining the fight and like kicking the ass of like Miyagi Do's students. Again, kids, 40 year old man beating up kids <laughs> with karate. He's, he's yeah. just trying to get the job, man. And high fives on one of the kids in, in, in the fight, like while it's happening. Like, yeah, yeah. he's fighting on the side of Cobra Kai. Like, of he's, course, he's, yeah. he only beats up Miyagi Do kids. Like, yeah. he doesn't beat up any karate or Cobra Kai kids. <laughs> 
his way of joining in. Yeah. yeah. But and he does that thing where he flips the script. He's like, I'm flipping the script, you know, and he, he decides to be called Stingray. Like, like yeah. the, uh, the all one word. Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's super fun. And actually for, for me, Moto, you might put be able to put this together, but it remind his character reminded me a little bit of um just the presence of a kind of a heavier guy in a karate dojo, kind of the role of um I don't remember what his name was in uh, No Retreat, No Surrender. Like they had the the <laughs> school I can't um No Retreat, No Surrender came out in nineteen ninety. 85 i think or 86 possibly and it was van damme's first american role and it's this this very fun you know 80s movie where a guy where a kid it's a little bit like karate kid it was obviously made in the wake of karate kid where instead of like a kid moving to uh, california he moves with his family to seattle after his dad gets um his karate dojo gets in with a Russian mob or something and Van Damme is from the Russians. But anyway, they end up in Seattle and the kid's a big Bruce Lee fan. Um, and he like visits Bruce Lee's grave and he like comes to be visited by the spirit of Bruce Lee and taught by like the, who is actually the same actor that finished Bruce Lee's scenes in game of death His a- anyway, but part of that movie there's like a rival like so this kid is out on his own learning from bruce lee like you know instead of miyagi but his nemeses are this school of karate kids basically like um like cobra kai but not cobra kai but like these kind of like jerk guys that uh, bully him and there's one one of them is um i can't think of his name but he's a he's a heavy set guy and that's kind of like i feel like a, there's a similar and like the, the the guy in no retreat no surrender doesn't get to become cool <laughs> but um i wonder if it was a nod to that because of all of that anyway hmm. but anyhow I like it, to it looks like JP a real life <laughs> roy nelson no great call i love that movie and i feel like they searched it for it on the internet or something i feel like there's a reference of that in this movie somewhere or this television series somewhere um, there's definitely reference that- to karate kid and in, in no retreat no surrender which to be honest until I tried to contextualize it for you guys now, I never saw. <laughs> but now I realize it's like... The yeah, I, when you were saying it, I was like, holy shit. It's an awesome movie. There needs to be a uh, Long Walk Short Drink Remembers on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah it's definitely, because I, I would love to watch that. There's right? a, a special edition that came out uh, a few years ago, and uh, it has like a European cut. <laughs> it's great, <laughs> like with extra oh shit and a commentary. Oh, it's I lovely. love the workout montage in that one. Yeah. That, uh, you know, now that we mention it, um, that is where my f- strongest ideas for the theme song of Long Walk Short Drink, the oh. melody, came from. It was initially oh, wow. ripped off of, uh, I mean, eventually you kind of helped shape it into something new, but my stuff mm-hmm. was all based on um, the No Retreat, No Surrender music. <laughs> interesting yeah and actually the reason i do karate in the garage is because i heard on the special edition like the guy in that movie he was a soap actor who got cast in i can't hurt something or other he was like Mm -hmm. yeah i still do like martial arts like in the garage for fun like into state oh karate in the garage so that's where i got it wow which okay one more thing about that too like so i broke my second actually i broke my third bag and not like I broke the first one in a rage, but I guess you are not supposed to kick this. And I think whenever I do like a backwards heel kick too many times, I don't know. Somehow I punctured like the third bag, but the bag that I use in the garage is in the Cobra Kai dojo. It's in the corner though. It's not the one that they spend all the time hitting. 
And so now like to bring it all together, I'm like, well, I can't just keep getting a replacement bag for this strike bag that sits in the corner of the Cobra Kai dojo. <laughs> I got to get the one that they're like doing work on in the middle. <laughs> so, Which just looks like a laundry bag full of clothes. Like it's split open they, when they trash the, uh, Oh yeah. When the dojo gets trashed, that white bag, the white heavy bag is split open and it looks like there's just like oh, teachers yeah. in it. Oh, well I'm thinking of the one that's like a black, um, oh, uh, but but actually, I, that I may just get a heavy bag because I think they even have like a hanger in my garage that I could affix it to. Anyway, well, and there's some bags that are designed to be kicked. Yeah. Um. So there's actual kicking bags. That Pumps had one in his basement. It's pretty cool. Yeah, my I'm famously famously in my house. Like I, I relayed the story to the bride, and she quotes it to me every once in a while. When I called to get the replacement um, bladder, they called it for the strike bag. The lady was such a bitch in such a bad mood. I couldn't shake her from it. I was trying to because I was so pleased that I could get a replacement part. But even after all the pleasantries and stuff, she's like, "You're not supposed to kick it, sir." <laughs> I was like, "What? Right. Holy shit! <laughs> wow!" I was like, because I, I made some sort of joke. I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, I, you know, went at it in a rage. I, what I said was like, you're not, you're probably not supposed to go at it with Doc Martens on. And she's like, you're not supposed to kick it. <laughs> there will be kicking going on. Yeah. yeah. What do you think I'm out there to do? Not just Kiss like listening to blood pork, con- you know, I'm not soundtrack a pussy. And punching. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to be badass. It's <laughs> the way of the fist. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> okay sorry you two are so the the coyote creek um challenge shows miguel uh learning crease's ways and taking on crease's methods shows crease yeah. losing control and johnny sees the bad size of the teaching and that's when he asks crease he's like hey man no no more of you and he's like didn't you forget this is my gym i own this and uh their separation has started i believe yeah well because crease is gone then after johnny's done with him after he says they're done he's oh, he, not, does he doesn't leave. pop back up until the last scene of the last episode that's, yeah that's right he does leave yeah when he um, tells him to get lost like crease has definitely like he just like goes and is like crestfallen and that that was yeah. kind of interesting too to where he didn't fight him or anything like that he was just like kind of hurt i you know like it's hard to feel too bad for Crease, but Crease was obviously hurt in that moment and kind of just no. Off. It's because he knew he already won. He, he so, already yeah. had he already had all that stuff set up. Like yeah, he was just uh, biding his time for the best moment to hurt Johnny the most. Fucking Fuck Crease. Like we come back to it. In the- Fuck Crease. <laughs> he hit a child. Actually hit a child. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that was not the first child he hit too. <laughs> Oh, there's another one and with an arrow pointing to it. It says, seriously, fuck him. It's <laughs> 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 great. Palmer, we haven't, like, you haven't got to hit. I know there's a lot more on that than fuck Cree. So there are things that, uh, uh, that I, I mean, we, I, I actually have done a pretty good job of working this stuff in. Um, so I, I, I thought it was a bad idea, like bad juju to make out with his wife to that song. <laughs> which was the you know, well uh, uh, now i realize the same artist as the theme song from the second movie yeah with which Kubica. is still <laughs> yeah. which is still like such weird meta shit right yeah. there if you still think about it um <laughs> uh 
who works at a roller rink in 2019? Uh, I think we're coming uh, up on that episode, aren't we? Like, yeah, the, the Gloria, next that's yeah. Like Gloria Love. Yeah, basically, uh, that's where we're at. Which is an, another great nod to 80s, right? Um, yep, 80s night. And that's uh, where Tori's working and they're out having fun. So oh, Navy they... SEALs puke all the time. That that was a great <laughs> from Stingray when they're like trying to like get out of them. Who trashed Miyagi Dojo? Dojo and right. uh, oh yeah, and he's making all the Cobra Kai um, yeah. do all this difficult stuff to give up the person who did that because of course Johnny had nothing to do with the trashing of the Miyagi Do. Right. right, and uh, Stingray at one point at he. he Somebody makes a reference about how he looks terrible, or so he's gonna quit or give up. And he's like, he's like Navy SEALs. Oh no, he's like, I'm gonna throw up on the floor over there. <laughs> and Aisha's like, do not throw up in here. <laughs> he's, he's like, Navy SEALs throw up all the time. And she's like, you're not a Navy SEAL, and do not throw up in here. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Well, they do a nice job too. I think we haven't like it does. It's there, it's more kind of just like touchstones to come back to now and again, but not necessarily notable. But like throughout all of this, like they keep that thing alive between Miguel and Johnny, where M- M- Johnny says that thing to Miguel, I think in the diner and in general about like, you know, the difference between mercy and honor. And he didn't know that. And he'll always have Miguel's back and he'll always have his best interests at heart. And all of this kind of really like touching commitment to this kind of his star student and his 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 friend and then also he's johnny's i don't know if we got to the point where he's starting to have like fantasies about miguel's mom which sounds sort of bad like it's like mutually like it's the white snake yeah and i i just remembered like there was something Uh, she was pouring coors light all over herself yes the banquet yeah it's it's not light johnny was (laughs) it was so hot oh that whole thing was so hot (laughs) I think I was starting to fantasize. Was oh like, yeah, well geez. she's yeah she's a very good looking lady, and so I'm glad they made more use of yeah. her as a sort of romantic figure. Um, but I I would be remiss, or, or I would be in trouble, or get a nut shot, or whatever, if I didn't mention uh, something from a couple episodes back in the bar scene with the Cobra Kai. The bride didn't pipe up much, other than mm-hmm. like all those three things are from the last episode and her general sort of being in the mode of Cobra Kai at the after it paid off, but. In the scene where they're in the bar before they get into the fight, Johnny uh, winks at the at the um, maybe the bartender or something like that. He just like gives her like a, and the bride goes, mm-hmm. "You put that in your notes." He's, she's like, "That was fucking awesome." Yeah. <laughs> like, and you tell people I told you to put it there. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah. Okay, so I think that yeah, catches me. I, I do up. remember that part. Now that you mentioned it, I do remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, her and White Snake and Too Hot for Teacher. Yeah. And uh, yeah. is that what? So that's what, when they what, what go episode out, are right? we are we on now? So uh, Glory of Glory Love. Of Love. Glory yeah, Love. this is the one surrounding Palmer. You want to take this one? Uh, hang on. Let me. You still start. have it? Have it up? I've been monopolizing and doing a kind of a, a great job of. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that I can do a good impression of. So, Gloria Love. Um, all right, man. So, uh, no, I can't do a dude. I oh, I can, I can hear it, though. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, maybe you could. That was something. 
So Daniel man like works to make amends man uh, with Amanda while uh, uh, Johnny is introduced to the world of dating apps, you know, man. And uh, complications arise when Miguel and Samantha, Robbie and Tori cross paths, man. Excellently hey. described. Excellently summarized. That well is totally done, what happens. That was very dude. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a. It was. Uh, this is the one episode. that opens right with. Uh, it opens like they all have kind of cold opens where there's no uh, title or anything. It just kind of opens with something. And this one, I think, opens with Johnny fantasizing about. You know, co- going up to Miguel's door, but like this time, really engaging. Um, and that's mom. when she's with the wanker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he wakes up. Like, but but the title comes up over him having this pleasant dream, and then he sees him her in the morning. And in real life, douche. Yeah, she's yep. with some d bag, and he decide Miguel decides he's going to start him on an app to date, so he puts him on like Tinder. They don't say Tinder. Yeah. Um like they say they make references to swiping right and left though. And yeah. uh he's like I love what he's swiping and he's like he's like no, no, not with a 10 foot pole, never. <laughs> and then he oh, stops yeah. for he pauses like, for a second, he's not. like, actually, yes, I would. And then he's <laughs> like <laughs> starts enjoying it. Yeah. Uh Another great uh, montage of him going on dates and none yeah, of the, the speed women. dating. That was very yeah, funny. none of them are clicking with. Um, but then uh, he does kind of like he basically says like I wish it could be like the old days where you like bump into a girl, but yeah. not too hard, and then and then you buy her a banquet or something like <laughs> like like one. Of oh the... yeah, he's like he's like he's like I wish it was like the because he's like you bump into her hard, you know, not too hard, but hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that basically happens to him with yeah. uh, someone in the bar. Yeah. While he sends Ali Mills Schwarber a Facebook message. Yeah. Yes. Letting yes. him know he's on the Facebook or he's on. Yep. Yeah. Because he's figuring he all it. that out. Yeah. Which, but, for uh, being uh, a YouTube show, I found very interesting that they were so open oh. to talking about all the other apps and they're talking about like they have. they. Some people have iPhones. His I love is an Ericsson, which is, a, I think, a reference to Sony Ericsson, which nobody has a Sony Ericsson phones anymore. Like, it, it would, <laughs> it, it's a perfect Johnny smartphone. Like, only Johnny would, like, with his first dive into smartphones, <laughs> would pick a fucking Sony Ericsson, you know? <laughs> he does mention it at one point. He's like, it's an Ericsson. It's an Ericsson. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like- <laughs> Oh yeah, because he has a date with that one person as the girl as a watch, and he's like, "Yeah, I have my smartphone." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, she's getting emails on her. Yeah, watch. yeah. It. Oh man. Yeah, but then he has that nice, or he has that kind of run-in that he would want with someone he gets along with, but then he sees the douche that was with—I can't remember Miguel's mom's name. Mona, uh, Carmen said it. Carmen, yeah. Carmen, yeah. So he he sees the guy in the bar that he saw with her and he's like the guys talking shit about, you know, whatever hit it and quit it type thing about her. And then yeah. Johnny loses interest in the person that we would think he would be interested in goes out into the alley where he's alley with a Y <laughs> where he, the guy is going to pee. <laughs> and yeah. Him. yeah. Which you think like it's, it's everything Johnny wanted, of course, 
he like lays out for you earlier in the episode and that exact thing happens. He's had and a few he, at this point. Yeah. And, and, he <laughs> and he's real, tired and, of the dating apps. And, he's, and she is like Carmen. She, yeah. She is good looking too. this woman that he runs into at the, uh, at the Caliente. bar. I feel and, she, yeah, she, Caliente. she's a little rem- like, repre- like she kind of reminds me like, I, actually I can't picture her super clearly. She reminds me of the person who is uh, Robbie's mom. mom. So it's like yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. And One of uh, Johnny's types. <laughs> and you think everything is going exactly what he, the way he wants, and then he sees this douchebag basically planning it. Well, when he finally follows him out, the guy had just been making out with another woman. Uh, right, right. So he definitely had sealed his fate at that point. And I love when the guy's like, it's fine, it's fine, I'll ghost her. And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll leave her alone. Okay. That's right. This is mercy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Wanka. Right, yeah, yeah. But then Johnny like has I don't who who planted the seed? And well, I guess it's it's all been like planted till once he saw at the end of season one. You know, his Cobra Kai hurt, hurt his son, but also just like saw the error of that no mercy uh, credo. And then he's seeing it increase. And so he's like, you know, coming up against, um, you know, kind of his warrior instinct coming out and fighting this guy. But then he's like, no, I'm not going to like whatever the fuck no mercy is kind of terrifying to me. But then he, but that idea of he just like stops himself. He's like, no, I'm not going to be this guy. I'm going to be a different guy, a better guy. But I, yeah. Yeah. And then uh this same night is the tight is the same night that uh Miguel goes out to Tories for the eighties night for the roller wink, whatever. I don't know why Sam and Robbie go. Oh yeah. That's where they all run into each other and uh Tori's Tori works there. Oh, that's where Sam finds out that Miguel's with Tori. Yeah. And uh Vice versa, and then shit ensues there. Oh, it's fun. Stuff. Yeah, that's when like Tori, like, t- is jealous. It's like pre- her jealousy for Sam is like really pronounced. So yeah, she like trips Sam. She falls, and you start to get the sense that like Tori's out to get her because of the interactions that they had at the company. Well, and again, club. like Sam legitimately did call her a thief like called her out for being a thief yeah when she yes she had stolen a bottle of vodka but she did not steal her mom's wallet which which i would think would come out and like after uh, again it's that is like one glaring continuity error where it's like a lot of this comes from sam doing that like calling her out for being a thief when she wasn't but it it just I th- I know Sam's. It, it seems like Sam's character would have profusely apologized if she would have found herself to be wrong, and so it baffles me that it never came out that actually she didn't steal the wallet. Like I feel like by even by the end of the episode, Sam still thinks that Allie took the wallet. <laughs> like is the one that took the wallet. Like or it Tori, never. Yeah, yeah. Or Tori. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh. Tori with a Y. Oh man. Tori I'm with so. A y. That is is a deep fucking dig right there. That is a great catch, man. That's another twist. Another twist. Yeah. And it's it's like you feel like you got it when you said Tori with a Y. It's like, oh yeah, I get it. It's like, oh what? Yeah, you get the reference. Daughter. 
Yeah, I, 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 man, and when Elizabeth Shue finally shows up, oh, it's gonna be in the third season. I mean, she's got to show up next season, right? Like, oh yeah, they've set set that up pretty. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be fucking phenomenal. It's just gonna be a game changer, right? Like, yeah, she has. It feels like come back since it's so it's a little bit funny too because like she jumped ship after the first karate kid for whatever reason they couldn't get her back and stuff and she didn't want to do it but i was just reminded uh, of back to the future <laughs> where um elizabeth shu is the person to kind of take the place of the per- of the jennifer that didn't come back from back to the future one. yeah yeah like he assumes that role anyway uh sorry a little bit of a departure there um oh. I, but, but oh, actually, one of my few notes for this episode, um, actually, the only one that we didn't touch on is the is the quote from that I put in cool shit <laughs> um, when Johnny says, and I think he says this to his students actually, um, but it's it's he kind of crystallizes this I think in the alleyway with that douchebag. He says, you know, it's in those gray areas. He's like, life is not black and white. It's you know a lot of shades of gray, and um, it's in those gray areas that Johnny Lawrence as Cobra Kai sometimes shows mercy. That's what he sets out, I think, in this episode. But yeah, yep. that was my last for this one. And then he told the wanker, "You're lucky I'm showing mercy." Mm-hmm. He's like, "This is mercy." <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Johnny, it says, and Johnny ends up uh, asking out Carmen. Yes, yeah, that yeah, and then like the his end. um yeah, the fantasy at the beginning becomes a reality at the end. Yes. And so which things leads are starting to, to turn around. Which leads to episode nine, Pulpo. Where which we... stands for octopus. It's, oh, it's, thank oh, you. I didn't know what it stands that for. Awesome. It's Spanish for octopus. I only know that from a, like a uh, NCIS or something where the oh, guy nice. it's where the guy's voice is gruff and he's talking about Pulpo. It was a popo in the street, a popo. So I've heard that so many times, and then I found out through that show was octopus, and then that was their animal that they got at the yeah. carnival was oh, the octopus, right, right, right. And that was and their Miguel their, first their, time. But this is all about a girl fight. Oh yep. yeah, this well, intro got me pumped. I was ready, to, <sighs> like I guess to watch, but I was ready to fight too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're boom, into the boom, well boom, into the home stretch here. Boom, 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 uh, boom. And I can't think of any more impre- impressions. I feel like I used to here. have more than two. No, I, but... Here, I'll try one. Thank you. See if you can see if you can guess this one. Johnny cautiously takes a stab at love. Okay, and while Daniel and Amanda make a romantic date night, okay, an attempt to bring students of the two JoJo's together backfires as hostilities between the teens escalate. Is that? Quentin Tarantino? Yes! Oh! (laughs) Yeah. Thank God. It sounded so much better in my head, but... uh, (laughs) I feel... You know what? It's the okay. Yeah. I think think Shamrock does a a Tarantino. Oh, yeah. So shout out to Shamrock. Yeah. That was uh, excellent. Good job. Shamrock and uh, uh, Pumps does a pretty good one, too. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Very cool. Pumps, let us know if you're still alive. Thanks. Yeah, be great. <laughs> uh, Pumps go for that stuff. I know. I know. You got Maximanium. Maybe next episode when Logan comes on, we'll ask him where. Oh, Pumps that's is he's, he's sure to know where where Pumps yeah. has been. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, just seems like a cyborg, cyborg tease. Logan coming on. It's just a joke <laughs> at this point. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I hope it happens. Yeah. Cabin Kid. Uh, Broadman loves Cabin Kid episodes, so let's oh. bring it back. Let's make ja- it back in fashion. Jacko has said he would do it, but we have to, like, you know, hound him We'd about have to it. Quarter, yeah, and, and well, we coordinate, coordinate the time difference. The time difference, yeah. Yeah. I thought the description at the beginning was summed it up pretty good. I mean, it, the dinner out was really fun. Um, oh, yeah. That was, I, I uh, saw that spoiled on a, a talk show appearance. Yeah. Like before I saw anything else from the series, I saw that part of the scene where, where Johnny's like, you know, I think Cobra Kai. So basically, at a certain point, Johnny goes out with Miguel's mom, and Daniel and his wife are out on a date. And, um, they end up at the same place, the same Mexican restaurant. And they end up seated next to each other, much to yeah. the chagrin of both of the men. But the women are like, come on. And uh, yeah. so they start kind of talking up their respective dojos. What I love, too, is when uh, I can't remember his wife's name. Um, Amanda. Amanda? Yeah. So I'm, Amanda says to the server, though, she's so excited to like be out of the house and going on a date and stuff. And this all happens with the Johnny and Daniel seeing each other. And Amanda goes, they have warring dojos. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have warring karate dojos. Yes, warring karate dojos. So As if it's nothing. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I also love the joke where the like each guy is like, you're not going to write that down. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Once, and that's how they start to bond. Yeah, yeah they, about the the waitress, like the not writing certain things down about the order. The bride, one of the few tidbits she found after we watched the show, she one of the well, I don't remember which of the creators or writers said though that that's one of their main pet peeves in life is when waiters or waitresses don't write shit down, and they oh, are like yeah. this whole Cobra Guy thing was just an excuse to get that in a TV show. That that that's so awesome. <laughs> oh man, I love that. that was it is infuriating because invariably, like they will fuck it up then if when they like, <sighs> and you and you. And it's like, just write it down. You fucked it up. Our life was in her hands. Her life was in her hands, man. Dirty undies. The whites. but The whites. But that was very fun once you get the... Anytime you kind of get Daniel and Johnny together... It is. There is an energy, like yeah. an extra energy, and so you're like, oh, yeah. "What's going to happen?" And sometimes nothing happens. Like there's a scene coming up uh, in the in the finale where they're just in the same elevator together. They, they don't say anything. They barely look at each other. And even that, like, it was kind of yeah. Scene. Well, um, and this episode ends with them fighting in Johnny's apartment, right? Yeah, like, which is insane. Like, yeah. just like, or that went the- down in the apartment. Yeah, the, and and uh, yeah, that was crazy. Um, because that's the first time they actually fight, have fought. I mean, right? They, they the end on series, such a right. They they end on such a high note after the dinner and the dancing, and uh, you know the the bonding, and then they say, "Hey, the wars between Crease Crease is about wars. I'm not at war." Yeah, and they they end leaving well, but then they can't find Sam, and Sam didn't want to see her parents drunk because they were having the high school party. Everybody's drunk. All that drama. And uh, so they Ever find the iPhone. Hand. Yeah, ever forty hands couldn't get his head, couldn't get himself <laughs> out of there with no hands. Right. And, oh yeah, the uh, moon has the party. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were talking yep. about that before. And uh, but then they they go to find the phone, and it's at Johnny's place. He sees Johnny's car, and he's like, "Is my daughter here?" She's like, "Yeah, she is." He's like, "No, it's not a big deal." He's like, "No, you need to calm down," because he's trying to cover for Robbie because right. they're finally. Robbie brought her there. Yeah. Same request. Yeah. And, uh, 
But then he's he slams the door on Daniel, and Daniel just went full dad mode. Papa bear. Yeah. 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 And you can't blame him. I mean, and they do such a great job of putting you in everybody's shoes. No, and, of um, course, that would be the thing that would push all like all that Miyagi-Do shit aside is like, that's my fucking kid, you know? Yeah, like, that you won't let me in to see, and we can't talk with her. And and then that's when like they get the, get it on and start yeah, karateing in the uh, living room, which is never suggested. Yeah, you can knock over home. your flat screen that Johnny hung. Like, Johnny hung up that flat screen like when he kind of got his shit together. <laughs> Oh yeah, Moto so sexy. Love the headband. Double D just chimed in on the chat. <laughs> oh, thank. You. I also have a note too uh, about the the headband, Johnny's headband. Uh, Miguel wearing Johnny's red leather jacket and the whole thing with the headband, and Allie gave him the headband. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. yep. And I also just heard today that the, like the headband that you're so wearing uh, was very intentionally worn during training, specifically. Which I yeah. never necessarily noticed uh, called out, but Ralph Macchio said that in an interview that was a conscious thing. But huh. but yeah, so they 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 just fight flat out fight in Johnny's Fuck apartment. Him. It's kind of similar too to when um, at the end of or so, towards the end of season one, when Johnny fu- goes to Daniel's house and suddenly his son is there. Uh, but it's not quite that same. I mean, it's another misunderstanding which they'd kind of laid off of for a while. But it was one that was pretty well like just like it made sense you know though it would have been better to just sneak in sneak sam in the Russo house than to take her to like her dad's arch yeah. home but yeah whatever. it was cool to get and the not fight. return phone calls or texts or yeah yeah i mean there's again like there's so many things simple things that would have solved that situation <laughs> that <laughs> yep. yeah which yep. i think is a normal occurrence in any any show or movie where you're just like duh dumbass so that um but it's just like why wouldn't have robbie if he cared so much about what the larusso's thought about him why wouldn't robbie have just picked up the phone and been like everything's okay like we went to this party there were some kids drinking and we were just trying to be responsible like it's my fault he could have done all those things that he said he was gonna do yeah over the phone just by answering a call you know like Sam totally tried to talk me out of it. I drank too much. We're stuck at this house right now. We will be home right. ASAP. You know, like, yeah. uh, I think maybe like Robbie was compelled because we had we skipped a scene where or, or, or a, a story beat where Robbie's mom comes back from Cabo. He, he comes home to the LaRusso house one day and like his mom is there. She says she's going to rehab and, uh, kind of trying to and get her Sam gets wasted <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trying yeah to challenge Tori and right yeah Tori eggs her on and she takes the bait but um but Robbie's mom tells him like she makes a point of saying like um she doesn't want to come between him and his dad Johnny like his dad um has always loved him and wants to be a part of his life and it was something that Robbie's always wanted but you know with the way that the show works and people not necessarily seeing those things at the right time. Um, this is the first time he was able to kind of hear it. So I, I think that even though it was such so ill-advised, there's probably a part of Robbie after all of that, that wanted to go to his dad to help. Yeah. Him. Um, and while he's there, he sees like stuff, you know, all the things that he sent him in his life, you know, like drawings and stuff like that. And then he realizes his, uh, 
because his mom says like i've kept that from you basically yeah um, so it's something that robbie has always wanted is this relationship with his dad and of course johnny wants that relationship with him that he's refused so i guess it was yeah both a ploy to like have robbie discover that but also to then have it kind of fucked with with you know the the unfortunate like circumstances that have daniel kicking in johnny's door and uh, knocking over his flat screen uh, yeah and that's the end of uh, episode nine which brings us to fucking a half hour no fight. mercy like no yeah. mercy yeah uh, first day of school and all of a sudden it it goes from they teen spent- musical to death warrant prison break yeah, <laughs> yeah. they, they spent <laughs> just just the minimum amount of time they need to spend on exposition yeah and yeah. then it it, like it, the it seems so the it, season would led up to it yeah exposition. <laughs> yeah and and it's just like this is the first day of school you have five minutes of exposition in there in period one and it's opening announcements and that's as far as it stays high school musical <laughs> and then yeah. it's just like she like kicks in the door and it sounds like a zombie outbreak is happening over the <laughs> yeah. loudspeaker, you know, like that, that, that trope. And then all of a sudden, just like Samantha LaRusso, you betrayed me. Oh, d- I know d- what you did. <laughs> did we say that we uh, Come at and the let party. me defend my honor, Samantha LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs> my mama's Ellie Mills. Swabba. I kick your ass, bitch. We call oh, Samantha LaRusso. <laughs> She did everything but call her that. Come yeah. on. <laughs> That's great. But it um I think I don't know if we we said for like people who aren't gonna watch Cobra Kai or whatever, but there's a beat at the party where um Miguel tries to kind of yes. just generally make up with with Sam and then they end up kissing and uh, Tori sees that. So Tori is li- living. Yeah, that was, um, that, was a big deal. Has her go like completely like hell hath no fury. Yeah, like Sam bested her in the sort of drunk balancing contest and then she steals her or Tori thinks she steals Which her Which was this, just a stupid thing. Yeah. Like I'm not making any oh. excuses for it, but like they were both drunk and it just happened and both of them were like, this isn't right. Like Right, yeah, yeah. You know, well, actually, you happened. know what I just remembered is it reminds me of uh in Karate Kid one where Daniel sees at the country club when um Johnny yeah. and Allie are dancing and like, yeah. Johnny just sneaks a kiss and Daniel sees it and leaves and gets yep. the spaghetti spilled all over him, but like the second later, like Allie clocks him. Yeah. Which yeah. I just heard today too, which I think I heard before, but Elizabeth Shue in every yeah. take slugged <laughs> slugged billy zaka like full on oh he said, man he's like i think in the one that you see like my our reaction to to ralph getting all the spaghetti is like i'm laughing in part because i'm just laughing at the fact that she just like punched me in the face <laughs> and i guess she was a middle child and she was like a really good athlete soccer player and yeah life. her her brother uh andrew shoe was a professional soccer player he was wow. on like melrose wow. place had a sh- short-lived ac- acting career but i remember like looking into it and he was a professional soccer player she was wow. talking about ralph macchio just even like current day she's like yeah i could kick his ass you know like he's the wimp <laughs> 
<laughs> like, oh, oh, wow. I could beat him up back then. I beat him up today. She's like, yeah, oh, I don't She is kind of like built like a brick shit house. Like, oh, she's yeah. so goddamn cute in that first movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, and like and in general, adventures but... in babysitting. She's adorable. And then, then as a grown up, like leaving Las Vegas, like she's really oh, hot yeah. in that. Like, yeah. and that movie is so fucking tragic. I mean, I don't yeah. even. I feel I, I feel disgusting. I even like said she was hot. No, that movie I, I remember. Is so I remember thinking tragic. That, but there are but, yeah, like her sexuality is not entirely uh yeah a plus in that movie. I have that on laser disc. <laughs> oh <laughs> my! Oh. You have to flip that movie. You have to commit have to, to turn flipping that over. movie. Yeah, like 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 that. <laughs> that has to be a debate every time. Like, process. like. <laughs> Come on, we just gotta. All right, we just gotta go flip this one. Like, let's just, we power through the first half. We just have to power through the second half. Like, it's rough. Yeah. It's gonna be rough. Fine. Like, I mean, he's just gonna drink himself to death. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think I've watched it since I got it. Oh yeah, that's so terrible. Uh, back to No Mercy though. Yes, yeah, like, so No Mercy. This is the conclusion of the this the season, and really a hell of a yeah. So she really does though, like call sam out over the loudspeaker very melodramatically and and it happens right before a, the class like the class of changes and it's this beautiful shot of like miguel sprinting down the hallway and robbie sprinting down the hallway because he knows like they both know that shit's about to go down and god and Damn. Miguel's dating Tori. Robbie's kind of with Sam, and yeah, uh, it's a it it. This is a bold statement. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it is. It's it's a hammer shot. It's it's the hammer scene. I from, wondered, you know, yeah, like said it before. <laughs> I mean, it's it, like the high school musical equivalent thereof. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, from it's, old boy. Yeah, the hammer from scene. old boy Singapore. from ham. Yeah, it's just so gorgeous. It's like. Just this beautiful choreographed fight scene that seems like it. The camera just moves to show you the best pieces of this like epic fight. And if you're paying attention, you realize that a huge chunk of it is one take, which means like all of the actors and the kids fighting are really pulling it off. Yeah, uh, super impressive. I I think as I, Moto had told me because Moto watched it quickly and had mentioned something about the choreography and a single take and all this stuff. So it wasn't until this final episode that I knew what he was talking about. And it took me a second or two, maybe, you know, whatever, but to figure out like, Oh, this is what, this is the shot. This is what he was talking about. And, uh, after I started to pay attention and realize it was one take, there's one, there's one point where it's like there may have been a hidden cut there, but it went on for quite a long time. It was really impressive, and yeah, and the, the contact that the that the actors were making and the as real as they were making it kind of come off, and yeah, it was it really it was it was it was uh very it was remarkable to say the least. Like it was really yeah. cool, really cool. Oh, we lost Moto. Oh, we lost Moto. Shit. Um. What did I have? This intercut. Oh, actually, I have it as episode 10 where Daniel and uh, Johnny fight in the apartment. But I also have this moment. Did it uh, start? 
did it start with their fight then? I don't know. But oh. I also have this uh, in my callback. I have the it starts with the Cruel Summer song, which is the way. So yeah. like the first Karate Kid starts like at the end of the summer, and like when the first day of school, Daniel's got that black eye. Um, which uh, in the scene with his mom, where they talk, that I referenced before, where they talk about his dad quickly, um, there's she says something about uh, Minute Maid or something or like. It's it, it, but it's a it's a really subtle callback to that breakfast scene where he has the wearing the glasses and the black eye because he he's like come off it with the minute maid like in the um and then she's like let me see your baby browns or whatever but there's that scene about in, in uh right before like Daniel steps out and the Bananarama song comes on like do, 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 in eighty four anyway they call back to both that line with his mom uh, um. And they play that song at the start of uh, of this episode, the Cruel Summer song. And it bookends the episode. Like It starts with the song that we're familiar with from the 84 film, but it ends with a kind of a breathy, you know. <laughs> Sorry, but, but like I hate these kind of versions of songs where they just slow it down and, and kind of yeah. sing the lyrics like this <laughs> but what was happening in the show helped me uh, move past the infuriating nature of those covers but but it was cool to, in all uh, that said it was cool to hear the words sort of spelled out so clearly as you're seeing kind of the the resonance they have the like especially with what's happened to johnny and then the, the cruel summer that it was <laughs> um uh yeah, let's see. I had like a little note as we're waiting for Modo to join to get back on the call. Um Well, yeah, no, that I kind of have to know that. So this, well there's the thing about uh there he is. the trapper keeper. Oh, there's Modo. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. That's right, so the, I was just Welcome back. I mentioned the banana rama song, the cruel summer that opens it and closes it. Um Yeah. And there's that moment where um so both Johnny and Daniel pull their kids up to school that day who are, you know, were a couple, maybe are a couple, but are having some uh, issues. Actually, wait a second. Is it, does Johnny drive Robbie to yeah. school? Okay. We're gonna get, yes. okay. Um, yeah. But he has that thing where he's like, uh, says something about you should get a you got a trapper keeper or you should get a trapper keeper. They're bad. <laughs> so like, I the are those, are those still thinking? I had my... I had one with a fighter jet on. It was yeah. badass. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those touch. I mean, that's a funny line, but that scene with him in the car, like, was you know, he's dropping his kid off at school, which is something both of them. You know, Our trapper keep was still a thing, and Robbie answers, "I don't even know what that is." <laughs> we just, yeah. which is just like that thing I love when he says about like Terry Silver, Terry like Silver. it getting co Cobra Kai kicked out of the All Valley. He's like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of, a lot of like father, like son, or daughter in this. Uh, yeah. Well, they yeah. Do, I oh, love yeah. that they do such a great job of tying them together, running those parallels through the, through the characters. It's great. Very Star Wars like, as you pointed out. Yeah. Well, and I think that there. I think it also it shows that that it helps foreshadow that these two families are gonna they are intertwined and they will have to work together to defeat this now common enemy that they have, you know? Yeah. So, which is like the, the bad Cobra Kai. 
I don't have many um, uh, notes for this. Certainly not ones that we've touched on. So, so Moto, yeah. what what do you have for? Uh... Well, that that minute and fifteen long one camera shot fight scene was awesome. That was really impressive. Yes. It had so many people involved with the camera shot, and it was so it was continuous for a minute and fifteen seconds. Is what I got. That was awesome. And then, uh, of course, with Miguel getting the best of Robbie um, with. You know the arm bar, and then he he does what Sensei uh, Johnny has taught him, and had mercy, and uh, and then of course Robbie kicking him over the ledge, and Miguel is what paralyzed. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, possibly it's, 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 dead. Right, yeah. um, the, I, the next twenty four hours are the most crucial, as you know. That's that was because it's because Miguel's uh, mom is a nurse as well. Or as well, or, yeah. or an X-ray. Oh, okay, yeah. I said as well because now I'm expecting like Allie with an eye to pop out of the, like, yeah. the next room. <laughs> it's um, it's very possible that's how she comes into the story. Uh, the second time through, when I watched it for the second time, instead of just saying no during the reaction video, it was it was like Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Miguel>. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Miguel has gone through such a. Miguel went through that arc from being like the kind of bullied kid to finding confidence and like yeah at the end of season one like he he crosses that line between like you know fighting with honor but then he has this wonderful thing with Johnny where Johnny says all those great things to him says you know I'll always have your back and and they he kind of like reestablishes all that wonderful sort of friendship mentorship that they had going and. reaffirms it and then miguel is like on that level and they continue to have this understanding and good relationship and the same understanding of the kind of cobra kai i guess um to where michelle miguel is looking for like his you know trying to have his own better angels prevail just the same way johnny is um, and he's resisting against crease and he and and even like his hawk and all that like he's He's trying to walk the righteous path um, and trying to recognize what that is. And in that moment, like where they're having this big brawl, that essentially it like it splits to where the main people you're seeing are um, the main like. It's because a lot of the different pairings of similar just body types, you know, like there's these two like really small kids, like super small kids for yeah. their age that one's Cobra Kai and one's Miyagi-Do and they fight and there's the there's like, yeah, so that, that's Bebop kind of what they rock do. Steady. Bebop yeah. and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady, fight and um, and then But the uh, main focus, I think there's three. There's like Yeah, I think Hawk is one that I was leaving. Hawk and Dimitri. Yeah. And Hawk and Dimitri and then and then uh, Sam Robbie and, and yep, Sam and Tori, Robbie and Miguel. You yes, know, like, yeah, just like payoff for the whole season for yeah. those. And Dimitri surprisingly gets the best of Hawk by gaining confidence in himself and waxing the floor, standing, and he yep, yeah, his training kicks the, in. His training yeah. kicks in. His muscle and memory. Sam, she pulls it off. She's because Tori's ready to have no mercy on her face after you know giving her lacerations on her arm and. Uh, ends up getting the best of Tori, and then here's yeah, she puts Miguel. on like, the, like not just brass knuckles, but like spike knuckles, and it does cut through like her like tricep at one point. Yeah, 
But, uh, you know, Dimitri's Miyagi-Do, Sam's Miyagi-Do. Then you got Miguel, who's out Cobra Kai, and he was getting the best of Robbie. And, uh, you know, said, I'm sorry, backed off. and Yeah, he says it really quietly. Like, he lets him out of the armbar, and he just goes, I'm sorry. But Robbie, like, we don't exactly know. Like, whether it's adrenaline or whatever or some sort of choice, like, he didn't. He wasn't just like, "Hey, man, it's all right." Like he he didn't register the "I'm sorry." He just took like, "I'm out of he the." He showed no and, mercy. Yeah, and he kicked he kicked Miguel. He saw over an opportunity the, and took it. And yeah, kicked yeah, him over the railing guy. of the, and yeah. then uh, Miguel falls onto the stairs and is unconscious and ends up in the hospital. La- the worst part is it's not just even that he landed on the stairs, but he he specifically hit his oh, spine. Yeah. Yeah, on the, rail. on the handrail in the it middle was, of the stairs, oh, like it's hard to watch. It, it is brutal to watch. They, I mean, the CG that the CGI that they do to make that shot is very well done. It's very graphic. And then, then later in the episode, you see his X-ray, and you see that there is a definite crack going through his vertebra of his neck. You know, and. <sighs> fucking intense like i i i watched that whole fight and the whole time i'm thinking like this is like it's like a school shooting it's just it's like where it's so chaotic and it's just like kids hurting each other and and there's no adult presence like even the adults that do ultimately show up like the ones like they don't pay me enough for this shit yeah that was like yeah you know they like punch the adults and the yeah yeah, yeah, like that's the, very interesting about the school shooting, actually. Yeah, I didn't think about that. No, for or, me, it felt like uh, Lord of big... the Flies or any of that. Like know. you know, like for me, it felt like kind of over the top. Like I don't think I've ever seen it, but it's just like what I imagined the big brawl to be with Jackie Chan, just like all of the, just like this enormous fight, you know? Like, yeah, and um, super kind of unrealistic in the way that like Karate Kid. The, the movie had like these small just like one-on-one few hit confrontations that had real impact this was like you know choreography and kids taking punch and kick after punch and kick in a way that you yeah. know, in real life you just can't but like at the same time you know it's a karate show i'm happy to see karate like thank you <laughs> but it takes this when miguel kick, gets kicked over the thing it's like okay and actually I think that's kind of what they're getting at with the show. It's like party's over with all the karate people. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like the, now a kid might be paralyzed or die. And then Sam's and um, so both like the LaRusso's are coming to see Sam and Robbie to see Miguel or sorry, excuse me, Johnny to see Miguel. Um, but like Amanda says, you know, Sam's mom to, to Daniel, her husband, she's like, no more. It's like enough with the karate. Like this is what yeah. karate gets you. And, uh, and then yeah. with uh, Daniel's hanging it up, he's ready. He said, "I tried my yep. best." Yeah, and yeah. He's hang- at the end. He's hanging it up. Miyagi's photograph and and um, no Robbie. I think that that was really poignant. The fact that like Robbie disappears and yeah. they make it a point to don't. They're tying up story arcs from this season, and you don't know what happened to him. Like he Good just point. he oh, ran off. Shit. Yeah, know? I. I thought of that, but it didn't occur to me till now. It's like maybe he's running to Crease, or maybe Crease will intercept him in his. Uh, I don't oh know, my. but that Robbie's such a good kid at this point. Like he is, he like really he, is. Even in the like he, in the thing with um, 
with uh, where he goes to the country club and he just like comes clean to the the Russo's immediately. He's like, you know, I used to be in this different place and I shouldn't be here. Um, but then he does kind of slip when he and Sam are kind of becoming a romantic item. And then Miguel brings the metal back. He doesn't tell yeah. Sam that he like plants it in the thing and makes. they had just kissed for the first yeah. time. Yeah. But like, even that, like yeah. he, he owns up to eventually, but like, yeah. So it's, I don't know. I hope Kreese doesn't get him, and, but he does disappear. Yeah, that's good he yeah. But Kreese does get the gym by the handshake deal with the uh owner such bullshit and uh yeah johnny goes back to the so i mean just to wrap up the whole hospital thing like johnny's you know big gal was in some ways more johnny's son than than robbie like he hasn't had a chance to be a a father to robbie but he has been a real father figure to miguel and that's been really pronounced through the season and then now he's got this burgeoning romantic relationship with Miguel's mom, which I don't even think Miguel knows about, but um, he then... But like, yeah, but she kind know. of scorns him because she's like... Oh, yeah. yeah she's my, like, I My son was a sweet boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, until until he met you and all this karate and and, uh, and Johnny was just like, oh, goddamn, Zavka is so good in this, <laughs> this whole thing. But then, so he like, he's... he Yeah, he loses his he's worried I'm sure about Miguel in just terms of like how he will do and what his responsibility is there. But like, he's kind of lost everything that he had worked for to like, or like that he was like holding, you know, dear, he's like, he was making progress in life. When we met Johnny, Johnny was completely alone. And through this family, he was kind of finding a family and, um, and reconnecting with him, his, his, you know, his karate and all this. And then crease is kind of, so that's the other part of it. She, she, uh, what's her name? Fuck, sorry. Moto, uh, Carmen. Carmen tells tells Johnny, "I never want to see you again." He's like, I, you know, he just kind of nods and wanders off, and they play uh, "Cruel Summer" again, but like real slow down. And Johnny pictures New all version. these moments with uh, with Miguel that he had, and then he goes back to the dojo and he hears like the familiar sounds of you know, yeah. board strike, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff that that even we know the sounds of from. Karate Kid in the Cobra Kai dojo with Kreese at the the front of their class. And in the back room that they've kind of slowly set up the back room throughout the season, Kreese is holding like his own class, like with Johnny's students who are now just they're they're full on they're full dark side, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like he mo- he goes to make a move on Kreese and they crowd in around like to protect him. Like yeah. because uh Miguel showed mercy and that's why he lost. Yeah, real mind. life. Yeah. Real life shows no mercy. Yeah, and uh, oh man, I was it Fuck. was quite the ending. It was yeah. Well, then Johnny I'm says ready. he just like looks at them all and he goes, "This was the mistake," and he turns around and yep. leaves. And you don't necessarily know what he means by that. But right. then, like he, that's when he drives his uh, you know, Cobra Kai mobile out to the beach and has all the memories and stuff. But then he just like walks away from the car, throws the keys in. And just like seems to leave everything behind, like yeah. Cobra Kai, yeah. everything. He tosses his phone. That's when you see that yes. she like adds a friend request yes. on Facebook, and like, yep. but he doesn't see that because he's thrown yeah. the phone into the ocean. So, and it was just like I was devastated. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what I, I like. I said I thought it was going to be kind of more fun. It, this where, is like, the Empire. This is Empire Strikes yeah, Back. They, like they're like if they're 
gonna like it's gonna end on such a downer so that they in season three they can come back and like join forces that's when it's going to be really interesting is to like see them trying to work together and trying to uh yeah i don't know because they've had about an episode per season of them bonding yeah yeah right something happens right 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 but man, it's they did great with season two. I mean, they really stepped the, it, uh, it's, from season one. It got more interesting for sure. <laughs> what? Yeah, like just give the first three episodes a little bit of time because it is. It, there's a method to the madness of it going so slow in the beginning, like um, yeah. because again, it pays off in the end. You get a twenty minute fight, literally a twenty minute fight scene. That's just awesome. So yeah, a good choreography. A lot of uh, emotional payoff too, though not necessarily like positively, I guess. Right, but, right. But yeah, I mean, I mean, if you've listened this far, I have to imagine you're into watching it or have watched it. But uh, yeah, it was. I was like, I was. I. It was an interesting watch for me, different than the first one, but ultimately left yeah. it like I don't know, like the the cumulative effect of the whole thing. Like I said, even had the bride kind of on board in a way. Yeah. That, we didn't talk about it exactly, but she doesn't just like go looking up. Like she didn't like go down a rabbit hole of something she's not into. Right. Well, yeah. It I was. I was in. very into it. Yeah. It is very good, and I would. I'm highly... all. I'm. I'm like. I don't know if I'm Team Cobra Kai exactly, but I am Team Billy Zavka, man. Like that. Absolutely. Well, and I said it last one, and I'll say it on this one. Like I am all for Johnny. Like it. He. It is. He is a much more interesting character because of this show, and um, yeah, love it. Absolutely yeah, love it. The lake, totally. Johnny. Oh yeah, sweet. tell us quickly before we go the about lake. what you found. Uh, that, that's a very fun little precursor to this whole Cobra Kai thing that uh, Moto dug up. This music that's... video. What was the? Do you remember the band or? Well, sh- oh, I don't. I don't even remember the band. It was just. It, but. Zapka loved it so much he directed it. Yeah, there's some so it's some, it's long, but it's yeah, it's, it's fun. It's like an extended music video like thriller or something. And it came out, I don't know, I'm just gonna say 2007, and that may or may not be even close. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, great. I think it was. I think it was like 10 or 10-ish years ago. Uh Moto sent it just to the cast thread. He's like, look at this gem. And uh yeah, so it's some song from a band I had never heard of, but the chorus is sweep the leg, Johnny. Uh and the video is like it has all those same Cobra Kai guys who look yeah. about the same like as they do in the. Uh, it doesn't have Dutch either, but like it has the ones that are in the in the in the episode we talked about before. It has Billy Zabka like as Johnny playing Johnny um, the, in a red like, speedo. <laughs> at some point in a red speedo, but also and there's like this trailer park thing as well where he's still like hanging out with his Cobra Kai buddies, but he lives in a trailer park. Um, and but at some point they they like recreate the All Valley tournament as well, and uh, and at the end like Ralph Macchio hits hits him in a car like he's driving a car that hits Zapka but like w- William Zapka directed this whole thing anyway it's a very fun oh. music video that prior to all this Cobra Kai thing extends the Karate Kid universe a little bit it's definitely not canon <laughs> yeah but there is such a thing but uh super fun. Yeah, that's awesome. that. It was really fun. Oh, oh that's a good song. <laughs> that is a great show. 
thanks for thanks for taking all the time both of us to yeah. uh, go through it so thoroughly. Absolutely. Oh man, no problem. But I am fading. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, we're Me going too. an hour and four. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm all right. another personal day, Paul. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> For Cobra uh, Kai. <laughs> for Cobra Kai. But all Kai. our listeners, take a, take a half a personal day and watch this thing. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's totally worth it. Uh, while you're doing that, make sure you head over to um, YouTube and search Long Walk Short Drink. Uh, subscribe. We're uh, 11 away from our unique URL. And then you'll we'll be on some other milestone we'll be hounding you about. So um, make sure you do that. Subscribe so that way you get notified. We record. If you're listening to us on a podcast... Uh, we record these live and broadcast that recording out on, as a live uh, stream on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you're listening on your to this as a podcast, uh, you probably already know this. So maybe if you're on the watching the video on your YouTube channel, you can also get these as a as a, an audio version on for, on a podcast on any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just uh, search "Long Walk Short Drink." And subscribe there. Leave us a review too. That would be great. Um, head over to audibletrial.com slash LWSD and uh, start your free Audible trial to get your free audiobook. Download Unfuck Yourself. Look for Double D coming up on an upcoming episode where we awesome. will revisit that book, Unfuck Yourself. Uh, it's a pretty good one. Um, follow us on Twitter at LWSD Pod uh, and. Um, Look for all the good announcements and and links to videos that we watch, uh, all that kind of good stuff that we re might reference in the show. Uh, other than that, subscribe to YouTube Red and just binge. You can get through both seasons of Cobra Kai, I think, in your thirty day trial at the at the very least. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But I can tell you right now, it's worth not having the ads on the YouTube videos. Uh, so yeah, go uh, YouTube yeah, Premium. Yeah. Support the support the organization that gives us Cobra Kai. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. Also the medium to do these uh, hangouts. <laughs> you got it. You got yeah. it. So, uh, you guys got anything else? No, sir. No, this. No. Was Excuse uh, me. Yeah. No, yeah, it was I a got, pleasure. Yeah, I got that. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for talking about such a great fucking show that really oh, like thanks. got me in the feels. Uh, Man, thanks for uh, thanks for watching it. It's nice knowing when you. I it's like nobody had texted me. It's like so nobody's finished this. I can tell <laughs> nobody's finished. Yeah, this. <laughs> no, I like literally hours ago. It like hours this morning when I woke up, I had not finished the the show. So the season two. So I you can see why I was so excited to talk about it. No, absolutely. It's like oh man, so fucking outrageous. Like poor, poor, poor Miguel. So. I'm anxious to see season three. So yes, me too. I can't wait. Awesome. All right, gentlemen. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out. It was great catching yep. up with you, Moto. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Otherwise, we will. We'll talk to you guys. Have a great soon. summer. Yeah. 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 Not a cruel one. <laughs> Not a cruel one. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. See you guys. Me too. Yeah. Talk to you later. Long